cannot agree with you more. We are on the same page. Pinnacle, I said it last week and I'll say it right now. As long as the inner circle and the pinnacle work for AEW, this is never gonna end. So I don't care if I jump off the top of the balcony and do a shooting star to your neck or douse you a bubbly every single week. This is not gonna end until we get this match. You guys, you guys call yourselves the best. You guys ain't nothing more, you guys ain't nothing more than a bunch of clowns. Especially last week, flopping around looking like a bunch of dumbass fishes in your cheap suits. You wanna know my answer? You already know what the hell I'm gonna say. If you ask me, we don't have a choice. Since the beginning of Dynamite, the Inner Circle said we are the baddest. So the consequences of not accepting are far worse. If we don't accept, then we are just like them. Cowards. Mediocre. Exactly. And while y'all try so hard to be us, I promise you, the last thing we want is to be a bunch of schoolgirl bitches like you. All these guys had a lot to say, all very poignant. Even Sammy talking about the bubbly bath last week. That was a fun little diversion, wasn't it? It was designed it was designed to get the attention of the pinnacle because they got their heads up each other's asses so far they can't hear very well. But what I heard loud and clear was their challenge for the stadium stampede and the stipulation that if we lose, the inner circle has to break up forever. And I'm wondering, is it worth it? But I'm wondering if blood and guts if that was worth it, I'm still thinking about it every day. The toll that it took on all 10 of us, the physical and mental beatdowns that we suffered, the, the parts of ourselves that we left in that ring that we'll never get back. A bucket of blood, a 
pound of flesh, a piece of our souls. It never comes back. Was it worth it? None of us will forget that night, especially me, because I'll never be the same again because of MJF. Max, you hurt me bad. And I'm not just talking about the physical hurt. I'm talking about this dislocated elbow, because eventually it will heal. Eventually, it will get better. What won't get better, what won't go away, is the mental image I have of you throwing me off the top of the cage. The most terrifying moment of my life. Time stood still. I felt like I was falling for hours. And when I landed, my head almost hit the back of that stage. And if that would have happened, it would have been game over for Jericho. So was it worth it? You scared my family. You scared my children. You scared every single person who watched Blood and Guts two weeks ago. Was it worth it? Was it worth putting my body through this? Was it worth putting my family through this? Was it worth, was it worth it? Was it worth it, I'm asking you? And the only answer that I have is when I think of the revenge I'm gonna get on you, MJF. Yes, it was 1,000% worth it. Because you've given me the fire and the inspiration to knock your teeth down your throat, break your nose, and punch you in the face over and over and over again. So if you want our answer, whether the inner circle accepts the challenge for Stadium Stampede, it is 1,000% yes! And if you beat us, if we can't beat the pinnacle, If we can't beat the pinnacle after all we've been through, then we don't deserve to be together anymore. But that won't happen, because we told you, we warned you, you're going to have to kill us if you want to beat us. And we're still alive! And when Santana comes back next week, you better damn be sure he's going to show you that he's still alive! So at Stadium Stampede, the inner circle is coming for you. Hell is coming for you, Pinnacle. May 30th, double or nothing, we're gonna dance all over your face and piss all over your grave. Strong, strong words from Chris Jericho ahead of double or nothing live on pay-per-view on Sunday, May 30th, where the inner circle will meet the Pinnacle in a Stadium Stampede match. First and foremost, I want to thank Jesus Christ for protecting me. Also, I want to thank Jesus Christ for giving me strength, power, and more aggressive than everybody else so I can destroy everybody. And that's my talent. But that is not Darby Allen's talent, isn't it? After he talked all that crap online, I beat him up so bad, I took what he said, he could not be taken. And now you know, now everybody knows that it doesn't matter if you're the baddest man on earth or you're the hottest thing in AEW. If you have what I want, it's done. Derby Allen, you disrespected me. It's okay, I forgive you, I'm a reasonable man. So all you have to do is go home 
make another one of your greedy student videos. Here's your derby right here. I am the champ now, and nobody's gonna stop me from this. That's why next week, live at AEW, somebody's got an opportunity for my TNT title, and that somebody, I'm gonna make sure I destroy him over and over and over again until there's nothing left for him. Wow, huge news for Friday Night Dynamite. Live on May 28th, Miro will defend the TNT Championship, and then two days later, he has to contend with Lance Archer at double or nothing. Miro, shut the hell up. You're out here talking about you're gonna hurt somebody? I've been the beast of All Elite long before you got here when you were still trying to have a day to yourself. I don't even think you understand the history of the TNT title because one year ago, Cody and I stepped in that ring and fought for the first ever TNT championship. I didn't leave that night the champion, but I'll be damned if on May 30th, I don't walk out new TNT champion. Miro, Miro, honestly, I'm happy you won because we're about to give these people a monster fight they haven't seen since Godzilla versus Kong. And from one big, bad son of a bitch to another, I can't wait to beat the hell out of each other. Because on May 30th, double or nothing, in front of a sold-out crowd, I'm going to put your ass on the ground. I'm going to hold that belt over my head because I am going to make you my Bulgarian bitch. Oh, that really freaking hurts, Murderhawk. I have never heard this before, I promise you. But you call yourself a monster, and then every time you come out, you bring the old man to hold you back. When I wanted this title, nothing could hold me back, you know that? But I'm gonna tell you this next time. Yeah, hold him back, old man. Next time, I'll tell you this much. You bring him around, you better pray to God that he doesn't come close to me, because I promise you, there is not enough yoga in the world that's gonna save your life if you come close to me, I'll tell you that. And as far as you go, Murderhawk, I'll tell you this, you said that everybody dies, and it's true, everybody dies, but I just insist that you're going to be first. This is an absolute powder keg ready to explode. Miro versus Lance Archer, live Sunday, May 30th on pay-per-view at Double or Nothing. Yikes. Wow. That was classy. 
She just wants us to be on the podcast. Off of the edge, fellas. AEW! Oh, 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 oh my God! What a shot! What a shot! Should we be called AEW? Anthony Bones just got his block knocked. That was weird. Um, but apparently I have to click that I agree to be recorded, even though I've, you know, been doing this a while. Anyway. <laughs> just quietly. I know we haven't done the intro yet, but just quietly. When I first heard that, which was a few days ago, it absolutely stuffed up all of us, yeah? Because it's like, yeah. what the hell? If people are trying to talk and it's like, who the hell's that? I don't know what the <laughs> hell happened, Zoom. Why do you need to bring this woman in? I don't know, <laughs> but you're throwing everybody off, all right? But anyway, go ahead, Chris. All right, well, uh, welcome everybody to the Wednesday night uh, skirmish <laughs> on the PWC on the PWC network. It's with me, Christopher Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like bullshit first thing in the morning, or like lambs with no L. I'm here with my, uh, my trusty co-host, as always, Jimmy T. Jimmy, how's Australia, buddy? The same as freaking Kenora, Ontario. That's how Australia is, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to get it out there. It's great. Nice weather. I'm sure you can hear the chopper right about now. It's yeah, gorgeous. It's pretty, pretty good. Marvelous. I'm actually in a great mood thanks to the sun. How about you, Chris? Yeah, yeah. same, man. It's okay. been raining here. Yeah, Canada's oh, good, man. Now. <laughs> yeah, well, we were having we were having like crazy wildfire problems where I'm from because like you got to think like where I'm from, right? It's there's towns and then there's oh. just forest everywhere. Oh, see, you showed me, right? That's it's crazy. You know, and if you go north, 
you've got literally I don't even know how many thousands of kilometers north that's just tree 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 there's nothing it's just trees right so there's huge forest so when we get like a real dry um start to summer like we did this year it was super dry like we got no rain at all to start that's odd and and, well, usually it's not too bad because we have so much snow, it melts, and then the ground is saturated, so it doesn't cause any forest fires. But this winter, we barely had any, like, we barely had any snow. We had lots of ice because it's fucking cold, right? But we had barely any snow, so the snow melted, like, real quick, and then there was no rain at all. And then finally, we got, like, a real good dump yesterday, so it took care of some of the smaller forest fires where I'm from, but there's still a pretty big one that's up north that people are sort of keeping an eye on, but we'll see. Hopefully, it Damn, fucks man. off. I know, I, know, I know how that feels, thanks to experience over here, because, you know, every summer over here, we do get bad bushfires, you know what I mean? But back to when you were talking about the trees, dude, I remember one time how you were showing me around your property and shit, right? Dude, that's that's all I could see in the distance was tree, 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 tree. I'm thinking, dude, you live in the most perfect spot, like for you know stereotypical Canada, the wilderness, and that's that's awesome, dude. I love that site, man, because it's pretty surreal, dude, to be right in the center of that. It feels yeah, like man. anyway. That's my perception. You know what I mean? So that's pretty yeah. cool, man. And at your house, you got a freaking lake in your front yard. He's got a yep. lake in his front yard. Yes. I don't know about Canadians if that's normal, apparently. But here, no, no one's got a lake in their front yard. Just just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to put it out there. <laughs> oh, man. It's all good. Yeah. I um, No, like I said, I live on one of the biggest freshwater lakes in the world. Lake of the Woods. Freshwater? Yep. You're lucky like, you uh, got no crocs, dude. <laughs> Oh God, dude! I show I saw that fucking video oh, you shared yeah. of that fucking crocodile eating those sharks, and I was just like, "Thanks for bringing that up, yeah, dude." That was here. I mean, not in Melbourne, but in Queensland. But dude, you know what I saw right after that, and I was gonna post it, and I'm sorry for having to bring that up because you brought up the crocodile. Um, dude, I saw a pack of five lions destroy a crocodile. I felt so bad for the croc, dude. Man, like five lions. I'm thinking, what would they go for a predator for? Like, they must have been hungry, dude. Like, for them must to have attack been starved, yeah. a croc, man, they must have been starving because they don't usually do that. Predators don't usually go after predators unless, you know. Anyway, that's yeah. for a different show. This is not the Wednesday night Animal Planet show. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I had to get, I had to say that. So, and I thought about posting, and I'm like, nah, no thanks. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right on, man. Well, uh, do you want to talk about the news? There's some news out of yes, AEW. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up too. Thank you, Chris. Let's, let's talk about it. All right. Well, AEW starting next year will be moving from TNT to TBS, um, which it's not going to make much difference for you, I don't think. It's not going to make any difference for me. They're still being – I mean, it's still going to be TSN in yeah. Canada. Um in the States, it's a pretty lateral move. I know most of us as wrestling fans, we hear, oh, they're moving to a new network and our heads explode. And we're like, no, because yeah. we think of Impact moving right, to pop yeah. TV or whatever, right? But no, uh, TBS actually, I was looking this up. TBS is actually in like 400,000 right. more homes than TNT. So the most likely reason for the move too is that TNT... <laughs> Yeah, my game. That's right. TNT picked up the NHL um, starting next starting next season. So 
Um, I have heard that they agreed to take some pretty major money. Uh, I've heard that too. That's true. For right. agreeing to the term. I heard it's high eight figures. So like 60 million up, which uh, if that's true, uh, Tony Khan, good for you, bud. <laughs> Maybe you are Booker of the Year after all, TK. But look, no, look, man, I'm happy for that for one reason. Not because they deserve it, but more because that means we're going to have another major promotion still kicking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I really started thinking, because TNT made a few changes, man, like not too long ago, where the person that was vouching for, for AEW to sign with TNT actually got fired. And I thought, shit, once their contract ends, they're screwed. Possibly. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. to Turner's credit, the Turner Network, you know, Turner Broadcasting Network credit, they stuck with them. I guess they want one point, you know, to eight hundred thousand viewers per week. I guess that's that's a victory. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, like the other Wednesday that night there, where they did Blood and Guts, they were the right. number one show on cable. So yes, you can't right. really argue with that. Like one point six getting fucking number one show on cable. That's one well, way, man. Since when does ones get you the number one fucking show on cable though? Let's be yeah, real. That's that's the reality of cable nowadays though. Right. Like really the only thing that really gets ratings anymore is um live sports, you know, right. which is why TNT <clears throat> like went after the NHL network in right. spite of the fact that they already have the contract for the NBA games. Yes, um, that's true. Yeah, but that so now right. Right. Well, so now Warner, like as a media corporation, because they're a conglomerate, right? They have Time more Warner, than one. Right. right. So Time Warner, um, they have, you know, TBS and TNT. So now they've got they've got live sports over on TNT. They've got, you know, the NBA and the NHL network. Right. They've also got uh, AEW now. Right. And I'm pretty sure that they also do the occasional baseball game, too. But I don't oh, care because I, don't I actually fuck never about noticed baseball. with baseball. Yeah, well, neither do I. So, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I don't care if we get hit for that. But baseball sucks. All right. Seriously. But anyway. Yeah. And so does cricket for that matter. <laughs> but, They're both terrible. They both. <laughs> <laughs> we just pissed off a bunch of American and Australian fans like fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, shit. But anyway, uh, while we're at it, golf okay. sucks too, all right, except for playing it. But but anyway, <laughs> I just want to say they say that this fits into TBS's sort of like thing, right? I yep. kind of disagree, dude. If all the sport is on TNT, isn't professional wrestling, uh, you know, some sort of sport? Yeah, I mean, it is. So, but I just, but I just think that TNT at this point, like, they're so busy because they've already got two nights of the week dedicated to the NBA game, right? So, now they're probably going to have two nights of the week dedicated right. to the NHL game. They need to. I, I feel. I feel like they're probably moving them over because. Wednesday night was like the night for the um for NBC right uh, exactly. when they did hockey yep. so Wednesday night Wednesday night was the hockey night On and NBC I think Sports, that, right yeah and right. so I think I think my guess is that they were probably come to and said hey we'll we'll need to move your night or we'll move to, or we'll need to move your network and I think that Tony Khan probably took a look at it and was like 
this would be like we're going to be on a slightly bigger network if we go to TBS and we can keep the time frame, which is important. Right, I'm actually yeah. worried about them next week. I, I worry that they're going to have oh, a Friday, really, right? Yeah, because they've got to do it on Friday. I worry that they're going to have a hard time keeping all their audience. Are they going hit to head with, with SmackDown next week then? Yeah, so like I don't a... think that it's I don't think that that's permanent or anything it's no, not no, something i know that, that. i know that do, but... but but what is going to become permanent actually on that friday slot is aew rampage yeah, on Quentin TNT. jackson right what the fuck exactly bro <laughs> aew <laughs> quinton rampage jackson fucking what sort of name is rampage dude i i mean is it any better is it any worse than dark elevation <laughs> who the fuck is their marketing team i want to know this like who comes up with this shit because Rampage really, it's a freaking video game, first of all, right? Two, it's a famous <laughs> MMA fighter's name. Three, Rampage at 10 p.m. on a Friday night. Yeah, 10 p.m. on Rampage. a Friday, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one, man. The only Rampage I'll be doing is in bed. Yeah. Although let's be honest, although let's be honest, a lot of AEW's fans like it's not exactly like they're going out on a Friday night, right? Like <laughs> a lot of AEW fans don't exactly have girlfriends to go visit. <laughs> oh, we're cunts, bro. Straight up, man. That's yeah, a dumb You know what I mean? I'm sorry, AEW fans, but he ain't lying. You know what I mean? There is some truth to it, man. <laughs> I hate to say it, man. Like, Jesus. And yes, if anyone's wondering, we have girls, okay? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But but, but the, look, man, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? So look, yeah, man, no, unfortunately, yeah. they do attract that sort of fan base. Each to their own. No problem. But it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? I mean, especially. Yeah, I like, mean, you see the crowd shots. You see the crowd oh, shots when when they're showing them, like especially when they see Judas, bro. <laughs> you got some characters in that. <laughs> you got some characters in that fucking fan base, no doubt about it, man. I have to put up with that shit online too with these idiots. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean that. <laughs> but oh, like, man. I'm sorry. You guys are the worst fan base in in some ways, right? And I, I just want to say it because. You try talking to to these hardcore fucking AEW marks and they literally fucking just piss. They'll think they're pissing on you because no, AEW is way better than fucking anything WWE does. And a lot of them are new fans, dude. I've noticed yeah. there's a lot of new fans that are watching AEW and they're judging wrestlers without even actually knowing any history behind them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, these guys are crazy. But anyway, it is what it is, man. It's like, he... no, the Young Bucks are the best because oh look at all the God. flips they do. Dude, how many like, of those guys are there? It's crazy, like... bro. And they're seeing the, you know what, argument that, yeah, bad. And you know what else is a good argument from this fan base? And I've had a few doozies with these guys. The Young Bucks have been in WWE. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were in fucking jobber matches, right? In enhancement yeah. matches. They were never signed, though, you f muckards, whatever. No. It's like saying the Hardy Boys were in WWE before they were, you know, the Hardy Boys. Right. right? They were there. They yeah, were. they were there. They were jobbers, too. Yeah. Like, you know, Razor Ramon slapped the shit out of them a couple <laughs> right. of times. But While like wearing rainbow tights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It... Yeah, like. Heck, even you want to fucking the fun fact that he W fuckheads? MJF was in NXT 
as a security guard. I mean, <laughs> got you know shoved into a locker by Samoa Joe. Oh, <laughs> How good beautiful, is that, by the way. And and that gets thrown in his face so much. But anyway, let's move on from the great fans of AEW before we get uh, crucified. Because, God damn it, bro. all right. I'm getting. I'm in a funny mood, but Jesus, I could be fucking laughing all night about this shit. So let's get all back All right, into hey, it. we love you guys. Honestly, we love we you do. guys. We're only joking. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. Um, yeah. It, so we start the the show starts off. I th- I thought pretty good here. Um, it's Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel. Um, I was happy to see Christian Cage and. One of the first things that I heard, though, was Taz's voice, and I was just immediately like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Hate to be Captain Obvious, right? No, see what I did there, Captain Obvious. <laughs> captain, <laughs> oh, Captain, my aye, Captain. Aye. And I'm gonna talk about Mr. Charisma. Charisma. <laughs> yeah. So who outworked who, eh, Christian? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, continue on. All right. Well, it's a pretty good match to start off with. Both guys are going for early pins. It's a good technical start. Um, they lock up pretty tough with each other. Um, I really kind of like the way that Cage is wrestling uh, since he's come over to AEW. He's not playing like the traditional baby face that's like, oh, you know, going to like, you know, wave to the crowd and kiss <laughs> babies and stuff. Like he'll cheat a little bit, right? Like yeah, yeah, um, good point. tonight they did the thing where like Seidel backed him into a corner. The referee asked for a break and Seidel backed off, right? And Christian slapped him in the face. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, it's a veteran move, dude. It is. And that's exactly the character that he's wrestling right, as. Exactly. And I like that he's wrestling a character. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, everything that he's doing uh, portrays the character that he's trying to get across, which is I'm a veteran. I have to do things, you know, maybe like a, a little bit. Veteran, right. Yeah. yeah. No, like a Bernard Hopkins towards right, the end of right. his career. Right. Definitely. Bernard Hopkins cheated like a son of a bitch. <laughs> right. But you loved him for it. Cause you're like, well, I know you're not faster than the other guy. I know you're not stronger than the other guy. You got to be fucking smarter right, than the other exactly, guys. Exactly, so. dude. So it makes total sense and you can't hate him for it. You know what I'm saying? So it just makes sense to be that way. And I get it because you know what? I don't know if he's playing it up, but is he playing up like he's getting a little more gassed earlier now? I'm st- at first I thought, okay, maybe it's his age. Now I'm starting to be convinced he's actually playing up on it on purpose. I think you're right. I think that he is using it as a cell. And right. um, I think that the same thing, like um, not so much in this match, because obviously he's wrestling a, a face and he wouldn't want right, to do this. Right. But the the first match that I saw him in when he was wrestling with Kazarian, Kaz was, was working as a pretty solid heel yeah, in that yeah, match. You knew. And, like, you, yeah, exactly right. And Christian was selling his head a lot, which like we all know that that's why he retired was because yeah. of concussion problems, right? Outwork anyone, baby. <laughs> he's he's yeah. telling you. He's, you know what I mean? And people are falling yep. for it, man. But that's how good he really is, man. And you know what, dude? Yes, he's older, but he's so much better. I feel like he's a smarter Christian now. He looks great, dude. For his age, he looks much better than friggin' Edge does. All right, let's be mm. honest. I oh, think- yeah. He looks way younger. Right. If they play their cards right, I'm actually feeling this could possibly be one of Christian's best runs ever for him. I really do. I agree. Style, right. Yeah, he's got to be booked properly. But yes, he's capable of a lot. Like Definitely. No, really. You know. Uh, yeah, for sure. If you're listening to us right now and you've never seen his TNT run, uh, go watch it because he 
clearly showed that he is a main event player if you book him like that. 100%. I'm enjoying him, man. Even though I haven't seen too much yet, there's things that I have seen I really like. Just don't fuck him up, TK. <laughs> That's all I ask. Yep. Um, anyway, there's good near falls here uh, back and forth towards the end. There's a really big spear uh, that Christian lands, which, um, you know, Christian's like 240 right, pounds. Right. <laughs> makes sense. Right. right. Um, and it, I mean, this spear, like credit to both guys because uh, Seidel sold it like it hit him like a ton of bricks. Oh, he, he just can folded sell it up. No doubt about yeah. it. Right. Um, so anyway, he gets the win with the kill switch. Uh, it's a really good match. The, they, they both shake each other's hands at the end. You know, they're both moving on as baby faces. Um, I just have written down here. Taz is the worst. Uh, he's just talking all kinds of shit. And it's like, can you really keep talking shit if you keep losing all the time? Like, it, like right. if you you're think? the if you're the head coach of Fulham, are you allowed to be like, <laughs> we're the best, man? We're fucking, we'll kick your ass, man. We'll fucking dominate oh, you, man. man. Chris, like, can you? First of all, hell no, right? Especially <laughs> Fulham, right? But you know what's impressing me, dude? Are you you're tell, you're not telling me something, Chris? Are you into football, the real football <laughs> that I'm not aware of? Because if you are, that's awesome. We need to. Talk I to uh. I keep, I keep, I sort of touch base with football. Um, you know, like my, my grandparents are, you know, on my mom's side are from Ireland and my dad's right. side, they're from Germany. It so, makes total sense why you would be into it. That's why I'm yeah. asking. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I definitely follow German. Like I, I follow the German league pretty don't closely. Say, don't say Bayern München. <laughs> uh, or, no. Or Borussia Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> Dortmund. I like Dortmund, but anyway, I'm sure we're boring the the fans about football, right? But uh, yeah, continue on, Chris. No doubt. Um, so anyway, Taz is talking shit, and then Ricky Starks comes out. Um, he says he's not going to be kept on the sidelines. Um, and then uh, Cage and Hobbs hit the ring. They they beat up Cage and Seidel. And then as Cage is beating up Cage, um, Hangman Adam Page comes out. Um, yeah, so so Cage holds Cage so that Hobbs can hit Cage. And then out comes Page to save Cage from Cage. Just so that we're all clear on what happened there. Oh, man. When you were telling me this you know, off the air, I laughed because I didn't actually notice for a second, right? And I'm like, God damn, did they really do that? Like, seriously, <laughs> why is there so many fucking page, cage, lage, rage? Like, seriously, what the fuck was this shit? Rampage. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. What the fuck is uh, with age? I don't know. In general, like, is, if it's a rampage, page, cage. I don't know. I'm going to talk to my big sister about getting a contract with AEW. Her name's Adriana, but her nickname has always been Age. So I figure she could, <laughs> she could get a job being right. the fucking Adriana, GM or age. something. Right, see? And I didn't just put Age for nothing, but it's something with the age. And I'm not talking about the numbers. You know what I mean? Even the next door neighbors are fucking even like screaming they're, about age. They're screaming about it, which <laughs> honestly, every once in a while, I keep like <laughs> moving my headphones off my ear to make sure it's not my kids screaming. Well, <laughs> but like, so thank God it's you. Well, your kids, are, are you safe to say, Chris, don't sound like this. 
right. They can speak no. English, bro. Yeah, they can. You know what I'm they saying? can and they do. Oh, oh man, that was perfect though, man. See, even the fans out there aren't fucking happy. All right, and no. neither are we. TK. They're confused. They they're don't confused. know who's who's doing what to who. But I literally crazy. just recapped that properly. Like I did recap that properly. Legit. Cage holds Cage so Hobbs mm-hmm. can hit Cage. Out comes Page to save Cage from Cage. And then hook hook them. Yeah. <laughs> God, man. But, I just with I just I really honestly at this point I wish Ethan Page was part of this mm-hmm. fucking stable. Like That's I, it. Just... I would have been breaking plates drink style by that point, dude. <laughs> Straight Opa. up, Opa. that's it, page everywhere, cage, it's a cage, page, age orgy, man, right there in front of you, dude. It'll be, if... it'll be cage and page versus cage and page on AEW Rampage one of these fucking weeks. <laughs> I can't man. wait, like... if that happens, I'm gonna pop, dude. If that happens, that's uh... money right there. And then they could make a pay-per-view called Rage in the Cage. Rage in the cage, and yeah. that sounds like a porno too. When you think about it, I mean, shit, you can you can. It make can be it Cage be and Page versus Cage and Page at Rage in the Cage <laughs> right. with Diamond Dallas Page as the, <laughs> as, as a special guest referee. Just and that's what we need. We've got the number one star, Page from WWE. Oh yeah, you can figure out what happens after that. We can call it, you know, Rage Bukaki Rage or. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, am I lying, Chris? <sighs> Isn't no, that, you ain't wrong. Was she not fucking getting creamed? I honestly, dude, I have not. I have not watched this shit, but you I haven't? have heard some. Dude. No, but I have, I've heard some. Dude, foul. when you see the WWE <laughs> <laughs> women's NXT title get fucking creamed, oh, the actual bell. <laughs> Fuck. That is something else, bro. I'm not gonna lie. No like, wonder. They changed the design. They changed it not long after that. I'm not kidding, bro. But man, this bitch. That's all I got to say, bro. <laughs> yeah. No shame. I would have fucking future endeavored her on the spot, but she must give good gobs, bro. Sorry, Paige. It is what I it mean, is, girl. You did it, not me. That's all I'm really, saying. Like, she's super hot. So. Right. Or at least she was. I don't know. Yeah, well, another thing I'll just tell you, Chris, and for the fans that are not aware... She likes um, paging her page. And I'm not talking about her gash. I'm talking about the other one. Uh, gross. <laughs> her fucking, uh, how do you say uh, asshole in German, Chris? Uh, Schwinkter. Schwinkter. Schwinkter, yeah. <laughs> the Schwinkten, bro. She likes the Schwinkten bang. Schwinkten bang, you get it? <laughs> gross. Okay, speaking of assholes, uh, Team Taz get the upper hand here. Um it doesn't matter though cuz they're going to lose their matches cuz that's right. what team taz does that's what they do um so who fucking cares <laughs> who cares uh, i have nothing i have nothing to add to this neither it's do i a, except stupid fucking thing hook the little prick is actually starting to remind me of his old man with those suplexes i'll give him that dude that yeah, was that taz overhead belly to belly yeah that perfectly, was perfectly exactly like his old man used to hit him dude that yep. i'll give my props i think he's a future Star, I'll say it now, dude. Those suits yeah. were beautiful, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Honestly, if the kid can learn how to speak a little bit, or if he can, yeah. I mean, I guess he can have his dad speak for him, but I mean, <laughs> but what would you have your dad speak for you like a child, right? 
Yeah, and also like Taz just talks a lot of shit and never does anything. So it would anyway, I don't want that. I would like to see uh what Hook does. Um next up here we've got uh the Hollywood Blondes who are with some heart girl. Cucks. I man, I thought that was a poor woman's version of Alexa Bliss like That's in... exactly what I thought. Right. And I'm talking about Alexa Bliss back in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's what no, I that saw. Was... Exactly what I thought. Apparently, her last name is Hart, though. That's all I know. I don't know what her name is. Are you implying that she's Canadian, Chris? I don't know, but if she <laughs> is, I like her a little more. Um... <laughs> well, you can have it, bro. All right, all so right. You can claim it, man. That that she been up Aussie. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, <laughs> one of the bucks sprayed her in the face today, so obviously, it's all right oh, with getting sprayed in the face. We'll so I'll take her. Bucks. Right. Um, I told you, it's all about the rage in the cage with Paige, dude. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So the Hollywood Blondes are doing a little uh, a little insert promo backstage. It's not a bad thing. It, it kind of reminds me of like old school WWE. I like told I, you. It's that Garrison. Uh, Garrison reminds me of an old school style wrestler, dude. I've said this multiple times. And same with, with Pillman Jr., dude. They're yeah. good. I think there's a yeah. big future for him. But I do truly believe Garrison... He's going to be a huge star in the future, dude. He reminds me of a cross between Edge. I'm talking about 98 Edge yep. and the 97, 98 Jericho, dude. Put them together and you get Garrison. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yep, for sure. Um, I do like what Pillman had to say here. I didn't particularly like Garrison's word. Like, he didn't say anything that really stuck out to me. But Pillman, I liked. Right. He said, like, you know... People used to <laughs> people used to think that um, I got into wrestling because of my dad, but my dad's the reason why I stayed away from wrestling this long because all I knew of professional wrestling as a kid was the dark side of the ring. Oh, I love that callback. But come on. No, he's it was lying. good. But he's lying, dude. I'm sure he was. But... He was. <laughs> but that's cool. No, it was a good promo. No doubt about it, though. But yeah. he's lying. I see what you did there, Mr. Junior. But it was good. No doubt about yeah, it. Man. it was Finally, good. he's got personality in AEW. He's got some kind of personality, exactly. Although I still strongly believe that he is a significantly um, more attractive star as a part of the new foundation uh, oh, with the rest be, of the Hart family. Well, that will be awesome, dude. It'd make total sense as well. I would love Just to keep see Teddy that away. Just keep the yeah, well. Hey, I like Teddy, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I, I love Teddy, but you can't rely on him for shit. No, definitely. He's he's a he's a dropkick, dude, and no pun intended. He really is. And what he does mm -hmm. to the cats, for God's sake, what's with the cats, Honestly, dude? I don't know. I I'm less worried about the cats and more worried about the dead hookers. But like, right, right. I mean, just before we move on, I want to ask you this, and this is serious. Do you think he's guilty of anything? Like, have they found that woman still? Have no, they, they still haven't oh, found her. That's it. He's guilty, bro. My guess is, yeah, he probably had something to do with her disappearance. Um, I'm one of those people who really strongly believes in innocent until proven guilty. Me but too. like, this is a motherfucker that like, I'll say innocent until proven guilty. But I'm also going to tell my little kids like, stay the <laughs> fuck away from that dude. And that's a Canadian you know? saying that, folks. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> that's a yeah, Canadian. A Canadian thing. saying it about a Canadian. Exactly. Like that's that's a rarity right now. Like, but let me ask you one more thing about that, dude. Actually, mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, right? <laughs> How you said about 
the kids staying away and stuff like that. I mean, dude, did you hear that interview he did with, I can't remember what show it was, man, but this dude gave it to him, dude, on the air. Like, I mean, I can't remember his name. It was a while ago, but he brought up about the girl going missing and all that shit, right? Mm. Dude, he was berating him, like, and Teddy was just losing his shit, right? And, like, he, they are. As you can hear, <laughs> folks, that's how he was acting. But, dude, I'm telling you, I'll find it and I'll send it to you. And I'll even put it up as a link. People need to watch this thing, man, or listen to it. But anyway, let's move on. Right on. All right. Well, uh, Mox and Kingston cut a promo. Um, it was fine. I didn't care much for this promo. They're goofy street guys. It works for yeah. them just fine. Yeah. You know, it's part of it. I like Kingston a lot more than I like Mox here. Mox is the one getting degraded here. Not Kingston. Mox is definitely feeling like right. he's... I think, look, I think there's a reason behind this shit, dude. His wife is about to have a kid. Mm-hmm. I assume he's going to be off the air for a while. Yep. So I think they're just putting him in this position because there's no point putting him in the main event. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I agree is. with you. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so they make their entrance and I just, fuck, Wild Thing is apparently permanent. And apparently Wild Thing now is sung by a chick. What happened to I, the guy's vocal? I think this is the, I think this is the version that they used from Major League. Uh, look, I like it better than the original. I won't lie. And guess what? Do you realize when that song, the original Wild Thing came out? Do you, do, do you know? Take a guess. Just please take I, one punt. 1978. I'm I'm glad you said 70s because that's what I said too, right? But they thought 80s, all right, just quietly. But guess mm-hmm. what? 1966, bro. 66. 66, dude. Can you believe that shit? And they're using oh my god, the thing. 1966. You wonder why there's no oomph into it. Come on yeah. now. Well, you next know? week the Young Bucks will come out to "Ain't That a Kick in the Head" by Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i want to say so much about the bucks but i'll wait i'll, I'll hold we'll off wait. i'll wait yeah. because it's important but please move all on. right that was good all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do these bars from the acclaimed okay i'm gonna do oh, these, that was okay? great dude i'm son you know what dude before you continue we used to shit on those bars you know what dude this motherfucker he's fucking good and even what makes it even better is behind that generic beat makes him look even sh- stupider i'm talking about the guys he's dropping his bars to right yeah it makes me laugh even harder just hearing that beat going that's all it does yeah no it's a super super <laughs> it's simplistic the, yeah. it's so simplistic that a cat could fucking do it right but it just yeah. fits with his bars man it adds that extra fucking funny to it bro like i don't know He's really growing on me, dude. This kid's great. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, Straight up. Yeah. So here it is. So here it is. All right. <clears throat> Acclaimed is the paradigm shift. These two guys exchange Valentine's gifts. Yo, Eddie, why you dress like it's 04? You look like a box of Newports. Mox, you're out of your element. I'm going to knock you out with this mic like Omega did. <laughs> Ask your girl. She's all up in my mentions trying to hit me up for some oral sessions. It's just the crowd, by the way, on that last one was Ooh. not prepared for that Dude, fucking line. Was it was I. like, oh, when I heard that shit, I'm just like, oh, he just destroyed him. Like, I know me destroyed him, Dan. I'm thinking Renee, Renee, Renee. 
I'm sorry, I like you, girl, but damn, change that fucking podcast name because uh, you can go so many ways with that fucking name. I'm sorry, but oh man, and I love that, that his hype crazy. man took the mic after and was <laughs> yeah, like, and Mike "What? What's it. wrong with you?" No, he was like, "What? What's oh, wrong yeah, with yeah. you? She just wants us on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, because I'm telling you, once the crowd, the way the crowd reacted is the way I reacted, right? I'm not, I went like, I remember looking yeah. at Dean like, oh, that was good, man. <laughs> right? That was good. Like, I couldn't, I'm surprised that Mox allowed for something like that because it really made Mox look fucking silly. I'm sorry. It really did, man. He killed him. Max Caster, you're, you're quickly growing to become one of my favorites right now, dude. The last two yeah. weeks, your bars a bars bro like i mean yeah. killing it dude the kid is good man at first i didn't see it but now i see it straight up yeah. i used to think that shit was cheesy now the i don't know who's teaching him these bars i don't know if he's coming up with them himself i assume he is maybe tk's feeding him to it and really he's no. you know the biggest rap star out there and we just no, don't know TK's it tk's not cool <laughs> i know but you imagine <laughs> that though but max caster dude i'm gonna say this i dare say this I actually starting to think that AEW has the better kids than WWE. I think that uh, here's what I think about this. This is my personal opinion on this. I think that AEW um, has the ability to grow actual wrestling stars grow big time. way better than their WWE upside, does. Their upside is fucking yeah. limitless right now. Their, their future and is very promising. AEW allows people to, to grow. To grow. Right. They give them room. They're like, yeah, go out there. Do what you want to do. Oh, you want to do a rap thing? Yeah, we'll give you a few seconds to, before, the, before the show. Yeah, it's good. You want to you wanna be uh, you want to be a power lifter? Yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, that can work. Go, go out and see how it works, right? And they're allowed to get that that kind of like growth in right. them in them like in an organic way. Whereas the more I've seen out of NXT, the more I think it actually hinders people from growing. It you does. get to NXT it, and you are you are caged. It's like here's Literally, the cage. Even the sit fans. in the fucking cage. Right. Stay in the fucking cage. It's true, man. And people might disagree with us, but. I'm sorry, man. Prove me otherwise because... Okay, show me someone who started right. in NXT who has become an actual major superstar on the roster. Right. Other than Cross, it's safe to say that Cross should become that, you think, right? Yeah, he should, but he should. didn't start in NXT. Right, right? exactly. He had... He had like he was already a superstar oh, when yeah, he got he was, there. He was already they known. could have debuted right. him on the main roster the way they did with AJ. I agree, 100%. But, you know, I'm just going to give him that at least. Let's give him a little bit of a bone. But you're right. I agree 100%. But, yeah, pure, purely from a WWE term of them developing their stars, who? Who's the next yeah. big thing that WWE created only? I'm not talking about your Kevin Owens from years ago. He's the only one who was already say. a superstar exactly, when he got Exactly, right? That's my point, right? And also Sami Zayn, who was already a superstar El Generico, when he got there. Right, exactly. Nakamura, who was, who was always star, bigger right. before he got there. <laughs> he was he got there and they shrunk him. Right, exactly. How do you do that? <laughs> but WWE yeah. did. So I dare anybody to point out that we're wrong. Because we're not. I'm sorry. Yep. And, and look, we give it to AEW week in, week out. But we got to give props here, dude which we are, they really do have the better kids and their upside is so much limitless. It's just, it's limitless to me. There's so many kids coming through that I see a promising future with. Yeah, I agree. That 
man, really, if AEW fuck this up, it's on them. But other than that, if they let it, if they stay with the course, they're going to be the future, man. I'm, I'm saying yeah. it now. I think Top Flight is one of those teams, too, that's like really worth paying attention to. I know Definitely. they haven't been on TV much because I think one of the brothers is injured. But okay. those guys... Those guys can work in the they ring. They can, like, it, man. The brother, the other brother, is, is great too, man. He just, yeah, he just doesn't shine because the other one no, says great things on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's being rewarded for it pretty much because he's in a lot of single matches too. But dude, yeah. I'm sorry, it is what it is. You tell someone out there, tell us why we're wrong. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. the argument. Right. Um. Anyway, the match starts off. The faces sort of jump the heels, um, which that's going to become a thing. We're going to talk more about faces jumping heels as we go on. Uh, they dominate early on here. Uh, Mox and Kingston, you know, they wrestle this sort of Stone Cold style where it's a lot of kicks and punches, you know, a lot of like, go ahead, hit me, bro, kind of thing, you know. Um, hit me, bro. I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. Like I like technical wrestling, but I think that it actually works for these guys pretty well. And I do really, really like the way Kingston works. Cause I mean, he, he actually works very good as a baby face. There's a great spot here where, um, where the heels are dominating him in the corner. Right. And they're sort of beating him up and he's on one knee on the cell and he's like backhanding, trying to hit them. And like, he, he looks like, the kind of tough son of a bitch from from New Brooklyn. York, right? Like right, he, right. He, yeah. looks, he looks like a tough son of a bitch from Brooklyn ah, who is gonna keep fighting. So it's good. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't like the fact that most of this match was the acclaimed on the cell, um, just because. I don't know why, but it is what that's it is. backwards. Right. Yeah, I know they're trying to build Mox and Kingston, but it's still backwards like you want your baby face to have sympathy right um i mean even stone cold like would sell you know what i mean like he would sell he definitely would no i i agree but you know what the thing is see to me once they done that friggin intro with those bars i felt like the match was over right there that's it It doesn't matter if mox won and yeah because they won man they've got themselves over you couldn't touch them they were untouchable after that even though they lost because it doesn't matter. I agree. All you're going to remember is that. That's it. I agree. Dang. Yep. You know so I mean? at one point here, uh, at the end here, the chain comes into the ring, um, but uh, the referee sees it, so he's not going to let the guy use the chain. And then Mox comes in with the boom box and smacks, uh, I think it's Max Caster right. with it. Uh, there's a wheelbarrow into the DDT for the win by, uh, by Mox and Kingston. And this was just a, a good little brawling match. Um, again, I think that the baby faces probably should sell more, even in this situation. Because um, the way that you build up a baby face is by showing them fighting from underneath. Right, exactly. But there was That's, none of that. No, there was none of that. <laughs> this was, uh, and it's not like they were fighting nobodies. They were fighting the number three ranked team. So right. Apparently, I don't know. Look, you know what else? Nitpicking. Was... It was still a good match. Like I'm uh, not, look, I'm not going to complain. It was a TV match. All right. It yeah. was almost. You know what it felt like? Actually, to be honest with you, it felt like a game of friggin' Tiggy. Mm. You know what Tiggy is, right? No. Okay. Tag. In oh, other words, yeah, yeah. Right. We call it Tiggy. Don't ask why. It's not Tiger fucking. T- I don't know why, right? But yeah, it felt like a game of tag. All you're seeing at one point, 
you see Max Castle running from one end of the ring, getting chased from Moxie and shit. Then it feels yeah. like they're running the other way. And it's like, what the fuck? But that's not the point because who cares about the match? Those kids got themselves over, dude. Period. Yeah, agreed. That's what, what happened. And you know what? I feel Mox got a little bit... I don't know. I'm not going to say upset. I'm sure he loved what he heard. But at the same time, some motherfucker, you're going to take my fucking... You're going to take my... You fuck. Did you see the way he, he dropped him, dude? He clobbered yeah. him from behind. That was pretty stiff. Well, and if you watched the opening part of the match, yeah, um, it did kind of... No, but like when Kingston was in, it looked right. like he was being a little stiff. <laughs> I'm and telling you, dude. there was a moment, and it could have, uh, it could just be really good character work because Kingston's maybe. that good. Right. But Kingston is hitting him in the corner, right? And it looks like he's kind of potatoing him a little hey, bit. I'm telling and he you, says dude. To, and he said to him, "I could, like, I can kind of read lips." Right. And he said to him, "Like, you think it's okay to talk about a guy's woman like that?" Oh, dude, that's it. That's it. You convinced me. <laughs> While he had him in the corner, so I was like, I don't know, man. That's, I don't know. You don't just come up with that shit. If you felt you you read that from his lips, that's what he yeah. said, bro. That's something he would have said. Maybe yeah. they didn't know what they were going to say. I could have <laughs> easily picture Moxley and fucking and Kingston going, yeah, say whatever you want. Trust me, we're cool. All good. Yeah. Don't even yeah. tell us. Let us react naturally. Yeah. And then he heard it and was like, oh. <laughs> and the way the fuck. crowd reaction was just too good, dude. Because the crowd was literally like, ooh. Like, dude, that was just cool. So if they didn't know what they were going to say, marvelous. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Absolutely, bro. That was just great, man. And I'm a fan. I'm officially a fan. Yeah, part I of liked the, it too. These fucking motherfucking kids are great, man. Yeah. The acclaimed, the acclaimed definitely have my time and attention. Definitely. Um, speaking of which, time and attention. If you've been watching wrestling for a long time and you've been paying attention, you will have liked this next segment. Mm -hmm. um, Chris Jericho's backstage. Marvez comes up and says, "Oh, uh, Chris, uh, are you gonna uh, accept the uh, 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 match from the uh, Pinnacle?" I hate this fucking guy oh, so fucking much. Hate. He's so bad. Like. Uh, why do they have to make him like a piece of shit, chicken shit? Like, why though? I get it. I don't know why. What's I don't know. He's just a backstage interviewer. Like, really? Like, just be a backstage interviewer. That's it, man. Like, you know, you, there's no need to go like that. But anyway, whatever. It's just yeah, a nip. Anyway, you know? but yeah. Anyway, he says, "Are you gonna accept the match?" And Jericho says, "Well, you'll have to just wait, like everybody else, to hear about it." And then. uh he refers to Malenko, who's standing there in the shot with him, right. as the man of a thousand holds. <laughs> Malenko says, Malenko says, eyes. yeah, I know, but Malenko says, yeah, but you still got four more than me. <laughs> and Jericho goes, well, I've forgotten a few. <laughs> Technically, he has, right? Because he's older. Yeah. So, yeah, that popped me. But then he rolled his eyes, Malenko, which popped me even more, dude. He's like, yeah, yeah all right, whatever. You know what I mean? But like, so, but so, like, if you've been a wrestling fan for a long time, you know what this is, you know, hearkening back to. I really uh, liked this moment. Arm also drag. because, <laughs> yeah, armbar. Yeah. Uh, uh, he said armbar about fourteen times at in least. That promo. And what I was the Saskatchewan? What was that? Move? I don't even remember. But oh, it was man. oh, Rapunzel or something like that. A Saskatchewan, something Rapunzel or some shit like that. But anyway. <laughs> That's funny, but did you? I'll tell you an interesting fact. I don't know if did you watch the Jericho interview about that on WWE Network by any chance? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I've seen okay, it. Okay, do you remember what he was saying during the what he was doing during the commercial breaks? Yeah, during the commercial, he was just slogging the crowd. Yeah, like he, and it was smart yeah. because by the time they came back from commercial, the crowd were on him, dude, and he's acting They're like just booing like drag, fucking crazy. Right? Yeah, that was so cool, man. And that's that's what you call thinking outside the box, man. I mean, Jesus, you learn from that, kids. Learn from that shit. You know what I mean? That's yep. heat. <laughs> that is. Yep. Anyway, this was great. I really, I mean, I like Malenko obviously a lot, and I like the fact that Jericho, you know, has a little bit of respect for his history and of stuff course, like that. Definitely, so. and it was a nice little Easter egg for all the real fucking old school fans like us that would absolutely click on to exactly what that was all about. And I love that type of shit, man. It's cool, man. Yeah, and I bet you ninety percent of that fan base don't even have a clue what they were referring to. But it is what it is. Yep, pretty much. Um, so next up here, we've got Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page are out to cut a promo. Ugh. Um, I did. Here's the thing. Okay. I, I didn't, I, I actually didn't mind either of what these guys said. Um, so Sky says Sting is no longer the man he used to be. He says, um, I'm no longer a child. I'm a grown man telling you to stay out of my <laughs> way or I'll put you down. Um, so he's no, wait, that was, was that Ethan Page that said that? Scorpio. Oh, Scorpio. Sorry, because you said child. Yeah. Isn't, isn't fucking Scorpio Squad like 40 by now in his 40s? He is. Yeah. I didn't know exactly. he just became a man. Yeah. Well, so he would have been probably like 20 when Sting was in WCW. So. Yeah, at least, dude. He would have been a, a man. Cool. That is cool. Yeah. And Scorpio. That's not cool if you're 20 when he was fucking at his peak anyway it is what yeah it if is. you're referring to yourself as a little stinger when you were 20 oh, and you call yourself scorpio we've already got a million pages cages and rages yeah we don't need more scorpios no we don't need any more scorpions um <laughs> page cuts a uh, relatively page. solid 80s promo here like yep. it's not you know the verbiage right. wasn't great. He was a little bit overacting or whatever, but oh, I did like I that. I hate that shit, but right. I, I did like the last line where he says, you know, I'll be the nail in your coffin. That was good. Ooh, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, the lights go out and uh, it's bubble sting. How many times did Shivani? It's sting. It's sting. It's sting. Like, like three fucking fuck? times. Three it's times, like, dude. Shivani, he's been back for like two months, like, three four months now like shut the fuck up sting, sting. <laughs> yeah so anyway as they're looking at sting darby jumps jumps them from behind with a weapon so again <laughs> and the faces you, he swings that weapon like a bitch i'm sorry oh <laughs> totally did you see how soft those fucking skateboard fucking crap was that Dude, Darby Allen, you and me can get into a fight and you can use that fucking skateboard. If that's how hard you swing that skateboard, I will fight you while you have the skateboard. I'll give you two. Dude, I'm sorry. We're fans of his. He turned us. He went five steps backwards in this segment. I felt like he looked bad and weak. Just my opinion, though. Yeah. No, it was it was lame. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stung and Paleface uh, <laughs> chase off the heels, and uh, the Dark Order come out to help. Also, oh, geez, so, why? Just so we're clear, right? Um, t- 
10 baby faces <laughs> valiantly fought off the uh, the overwhelming odds of the two heels. Chris, don't you know, this is Babyface 101, bro, where you send 10 bitches of baby faces, right, to beat up the heels, dude. Because that's a babyface thing to do, bro. Where's the heat with the heels? I... What the fuck is this shit? Since when do the baby faces gang up like gangsters? <laughs> no, man, this is classic wrestling. They're oh, getting yeah, good sorry, face I heat. I forgot. It must be my brain. Heat. CTE kicked in, Chris. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> or it could be the Mandela effect. I don't know, bro. But oh, that's really God. that's not. You know what? We got a new term for this. It's not wrestling 101. It's TK 101, bro. That's mm. what that shit is, bro. I'm sorry. They, they're they backwards, dude. I, I don't get... Oh, they are. Like, I want to know what happens in these booking committee meetings where they'll be like, I get it. We'll send out fucking 50 baby faces to beat up four heels. Yeah. Because that's what babies yep. do, bro. That's what baby faces <laughs> do. All the heroes that I ever, you know, read about or... or, or well, a bunch know, of like bitches, bro. Saw in cartoons. <laughs> they always made sure that they had the overwhelming numbers before they went in and beat up the bad guys. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what's funny, Chris? Before we got on the air, we were saying that it wasn't a bad show. I can't help but notice that we're fucking laughing at every segment pretty much now. Good or I bad. Mean, Good or bad. Positive. Or negative, yeah. we're laughing. Is that good or bad? <laughs> it's you know what, it's fine. And like, there's some more shit here too, but there's oh, also yeah. some more good stuff tonight. So we're we're just gonna be fair about the show. You know, we're being fair. Look, man, I'm sorry, but if that's what you call your baby face heat, what do I know? What does Chris know? Yeah, we know no. fucking nothing. I'm well, clearly we don't. We don't. What do we know, dude? We can't nothing tell them at all. Apparently. Nothing, dude. Why are we even doing this shit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Just out of boredom. I'm just, you're right. Exactly. And because we don't know nothing. Like, clearly, no. we, we just don't. We don't know anything about pro wrestling. Nothing. We don't know anything about storytelling or any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> Nada, bro. Nothing. Don't know about heel heat, baby face heat. I don't know. Nothing, bro. No. That's all I'm saying. Uh, obviously, TK no. knows more than us. So, yeah. Obviously, man, he's Booker of the Year. That's right. Uh, anyway, we come back from break here, and the Pinnacle are uh, they're eating a steak together. In <laughs> oh, this the, is great. Appears to be a steakhouse. Best I like this a lot. It is brilliant. Um, brilliant. Yep. MJF is great, of course. Um, you know, he's kind of he's he's taking the the heavy lifting here. <laughs> um, I, Spears is I, at first I kind of thought like why is Spears looking like a pathetic asshole here because oh, like I, he's trying to get his drink refilled right and he's like I'll take another drink and like you can see him kind of getting pissed off more and can, more and I liked it because right. they actually because they actually paid it off and I was they like did. with this company you never know if they're going to or not right <laughs> it's true it's not gambling <laughs> but anyway um, MJF is fantastic as he always is Dax says you know you know, none of us are happy having to beat up the inner circle. We should all be chasing the titles. We should all be right. after the world championships. That's why they're the pinnacle, right? Yes, that At is least I right. acknowledge that, but... Yep, he says, but instead we're stuck dealing with the circle. Um, so Spears finally gets pissed off. He beats the crap out of the waiter, which... Oh, brilliant. Bravo. 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 And the state bit was even more bravo. 
Mm-hmm. Feed the dog, man. <laughs> and Blanchard bro- throwing money at the guy like, <laughs> oh, you just got your ass kicked, but here's some money. Like, you'll yeah, shut the, shut fuck, the up fuck up if up, I give right. you enough money. <laughs> it was perfectly played, dude. Oh. You know what made it even more brilliant? I'm hoping that Sean Spears, my new Canadian hero, right? Yeah. I hope he went off the cuff. For some reason, it would have been even better because the way the others reacted, though, it seemed... I know they didn't, but it, they played it perfectly. They really reacted like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Come <laughs> down, like, for real. Like, they were like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, perfect. it was good. If they're going to build Sean's fucking Spears a perfect 10 again, right? That's how you fucking book him. Yep. Now I, I can believe in him, man. Now I believe, I can believe. I was a fan of Ty Dillon Jane WWE. I really was, was, dude. I- then, yep. I don't know what happened, right? He went to the main roster and that was it, right? And then he came to AEW and he was just labeled as a piece of shit jobber. There was yeah. no perfect 10 in him. It was minus 10. No doubt about it. It was negative 10. Neg- yeah. Yes, right. Negative 10. He should have been Dark Order, bro. That's how bad. <laughs> that's how low he got, right? But this is his yeah. fucking true talent. He's a lot better than what promotions make him out to fucking be, man. He really is, dude. I agree. I think he's a solid mid card guy. Like I really, I like, I I feel like he's one of those guys who has the ability that he could for a small amount of time, like Like, bump himself up to the main event. Like a fix it. Should we say like when you need someone, like a good hand that you need to be in the main event temporarily. Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Not that good. I'm not saying he's that good. Not a lot of people are that good. Yeah. Let's not say, yeah. Right. But he's that kind of guy where if you Ziggler, have him on the card, even, right. he's going to – yeah, Ziggler's another good example. Right, yeah, right. He, He's going to do really great stuff at that middle mark. And if you need him to headline, he can do it and he he'll, can, right. he'll kill it, right? He'll kill it. But he's probably not a big enough personality yet to actually like stay right. at the top of the card. Right. But You know what? Maybe he is because after what I saw with that segment, he proved that he can be a big person. Because really, let's be honest. Once he did all that, I forgot everyone else. I, f- yeah. I really feel like Sean Spears was the MVP of that segment. He was the star of the show he, for that he one. He really yeah. was, dude. So uh, if that was what was meant to happen, great. Because that's how you do it, man. Yep. Right on. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of stars of the show, um, up next we've got Rebel. <sighs> this bitch is straight off the street, bro. She's the worst. <laughs> rebel. Oh, really? No, oh, worst. Don't call her Rebel, right? But honestly, the first thought in my head was like, um, is this bitch like your neighbor? Like, really? She looks like a mother, bro. Like, I don't know, man. If that's if that's what you call women's talent, no thanks. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, she's got a match with Sheeta. It turns into nothing. It's just a squash. Um, it's really just an excuse for Baker to jump Sheeta. Um, I'm not superly invested in what happens here, but I feel like the right booking decision is to give the belt to Baker. So I think she's, she's at that level and I feel like she's more interesting than Hikaru Shida, who is a very good worker, but I don't give a shit what happens to Hikaru Shida. I don't care. If Baker don't win, when's the pay-per-view? Two weeks, I think? No, next Sunday. It's next Sunday, yeah. So this wasn't the go home show, right? Obviously, no. All right, now I'll I'll make my decision next week because I want to see how they go home between them two, right? If Sheeta's the one that 
sort of goes over, then you know Baker's going to win, right? Yeah. But uh, I think if they don't pull the trigger with Baker now, all their momentum is going to be gone. You have to do it now. I agree. Because they're waiting too long anyway. Because, you know, between pay-per-views, she, she was red hot at one stage. I felt like she's sort of slowly declining again. So mm-hmm. you, you got to do it right now. Like, otherwise, there's no point. You got to strike while the iron's hot and it's right. hot right now. Right, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, you think that's what's going to happen. And let's be honest, she deserves to get that strap right now, man. And it's the more interesting way to go. Like, if you right. have Hikaru Shida win again... What next? What are we doing? We just right. keep... We just keep cycling through this where like there's a woman's like there's a there's a side of the women's division where there's a story going on. Right. Where certain women are elevating each other and they're growing. And that whole thing just sort of organically moves forward. And then every once in a while you pluck someone out of it and and put them against Hikaru Shida. And then Hikaru Shida beats them. And then you pluck them back into the pot and throw them back into the pot where it's interesting and it's fun to watch. And then you just pluck one out again and you have them fight Hikaru Shida again. There's nothing interesting about Hikaru Shida, right? Right. The rest of the women's division is interesting. Right, exactly, dude. I mean, look look what they did with Ty Conti, dude. Yeah. Well, where's Ty Conti? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you started believing there's a possibility, but then... They fed it to Shida. That's it. Straight down the fucking ladder she goes. You know what I mean? Bye-bye. It's like back of the line, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. how it feels like, man. And then they just throw another one, another one. Snowballs straight back down again. So yep. they got to go Baker, man. Freshen up this women's division. Like, make it more interesting because everyone is interesting but Shida right now. So Yeah. Well, and heels can build baby faces, right? What, like, what, baby what faces. What she doing? She's doing nothing. She's not talking. She's not saying shit. She's not doing shit. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like, Akarushita is... What is she? She's kind of a face, I guess. I like. Yeah, I don't know. I can't even tell you because I don't know. I really she's kind of hot. She carries the yeah. like a big wooden dildo to the ring. That's kind of... Right. And if that's, that's what she's into... I'm, yeah, it is kind of interesting, actually. I'm a, I wonder how many ways she can go with that. But anyway, I digress, right? I'm just yeah. saying, right? Like, yeah. I guess only that fucking... Uh, wouldn't deal though that she walks out to the ring is the most interesting fucking part about it. Don't fucking yeah. berate me, snowflakes. It's yeah, a joke. <laughs> Don't add us. Yes, please. Jeez. Um. All right. So uh, coming up next, uh, we just the hits just keep coming from AEW. <laughs> At the, the, this was the part of the this was the part of the fucking show where I was just sort of rolling my eyes like, oh, oh. here we fucking go. Uh, Callus and Omega find Cassidy backstage. <laughs> Uh, Kenny says to Cassidy, look, I, I don't, I don't hate you. Like we need you. I'm not, I'm not talking to you as Kenny, the wrestler. I'm talking to you as Kenny, the EVP. We need <laughs> you funny, in AEW right. Cassidy. We need you to be the mascot, <laughs> which I'm not going to laugh. I love, I'm starting to love Kenny's wacky fucking promos. I'm serious, dude. I'm starting to like, yeah. get it. It's funny, yeah. dude. He's playing up. This guy knows what's happening on online, especially right. He's very in touch with the IWC, YWC, like whatever, right? He's yep. really in touch because he's playing up on that EVP role, first of all, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just wait till the Co- the Cody fucking and the EVP brawls start up too. Oh, trust me, he'll drop that. But sorry to, to cut you off, but continue. I just had to say that. 
No, it's good, man. It's all good. Uh, you're, it's, it's your show, man. You can, you can say whatever you want, whenever you want. It, it's our show, Chris. Come on. It's now. our show. That's what right. I mean. I, but I mean, like, it's yeah, your yeah. show too, right? right? right. Like, it's, no, it's not just me. Like, you talk whenever you want, bro. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> Jeez, I think this fucking guy. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So here's the thing. Here's I. I don't get this. I do not fucking understand this. So, so. The champion of the world comes to a guy who injured himself last week and says, hey, I know you're injured. So here's a contract. You can get a title shot once you're not injured Mm -hmm. anymore instead of fighting me at the pay-per-view in a week because, you know, obviously you won't be 100%, right? Like, I'll give you a title shot. I'll give you, like, challenger that wants Mm -hmm. to face me. I will give you another title shot when you're more healthy, right? (laughs) Which... How the fuck is that a heel move? And then Cassidy rips up the contract like he's a little like ungrateful Baby. bitch. Right. What, what? I was, I love him I was watching this. I was orange. like, what? What? Yeah, I know. What? It's it's weird, bro. We're, we're, this is AEW we're talking about. Come on now. But first Ugh. of all, when do you threaten to kill him? And for them to sign a disclaimer, because if he kills him, he can't get sued, basically popped me. Yeah. Come on, dude. Who threatens their life in wrestling? I don't think I've ever seen that before. So I'll give him props for that. As whack as Kenny is, he's been pretty fucking funny, dude, lately. And that suit, that suit, though, man, that pink stripe suit, for fuck's sake, I hate it. It looks wacky. He's wacky. But I love how full of himself he's becoming. Like, I'm the cleaner, you know? Like, Uh he's like, you know? He's great. This is a good character for him. This is a good, yeah. yeah, It works. It's changing. He's starting to win me back. You know what I mean? And I'm actually starting to like it. You know what? Uh I I, I like it. I really do. I'm not going to lie. Him and Callus are perfect together. Yes, they can be on a bit of the, you know what I'm saying, side. Sometimes they play out like, six to nine me, Don. Six to nine me. (laughs) Finger me, Don! (laughs) Come on, dude. It's fucking funny, bro. But but look, man. Look. look. These fucking Winnipeg guys are weird, man. That's they all are. I'm I won't lie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you but I'd love to tell you that these Winnipeg guys are also some of my favorite fucking pro wrestlers. As yeah. odd as they are, they're weirdos, I'm not gonna lie. But they're fucking gold, man. I'm i I'm sorry. They're great workers too, man. Absolutely. These Winnipeg boys can work, man. <laughs> yes, yep. but they are on the weird side. No doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, they're definitely friends, some weirdos, but... <laughs> I know hey, man, the when you're from... Anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm not from Winnipeg, but right, yeah, right. I'm from Winnipeg. Like, you know, the same you. way that... The same way that somebody who's from an hour outside of Melbourne isn't from Melbourne, but they're right, from Melbourne, exactly. right? I get you. Don't worry. I totally get you. But for yeah, this yeah. case, he's from Ontario, so he's not as weird. But he's yeah. really Winnipeg. But anyway, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm Canada, it not, is what it not is. me. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, you know, figure out some geography. You That's dumb fucks. it, man. Right. Um, <laughs> so speaking of Winnipeg, Jericho's out next with the circle. Um, everyone gets a turn on the mic, uh, including Jake Hager, who calls the pinnacle, oh. and I quote, "Little bitches." <laughs> Little bitches. Good job, Jake. <laughs> I don't know uh, if it's is it just me, Chris, or is his list getting seriously way worse, dude? Oh man, it it's was so funny because like almost every word that he ended a sentence with when he was talking had an S in it, so it was just like <laughs> lift, 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 lift. Do you think it's done by design. 
I don't know, but he sounds like a fucking tool. Dude, uh, man. I know he's always had this issue, even in WWE, but Jesus Christ, it's gotten worse. I don't know if it's because of his MMA fucking background and him getting punched. punched in the head. Now, right. So his head doesn't work even worse. Because I hate to say it, but even Cody, who used to have a pretty bad lisp, right? He's not as bad anymore. <laughs> but You're this right. guy, yeah, he's he's been getting better. He's gone backwards, man. He's lisping till yeah. he's till his heart is content. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Jesus. I mean, no offense to the yeah. lispers out there, but it is what it is. Suffering mm-hmm. sucker dash, all right. That's all I was hearing, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. No, honestly, and oh. the fact that he ended the promo with little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? How can this show not be a comedy show, man? Anyway, man, this shit is so good. It was so good this week that it was just funny all the way through, bro. Yeah. And this has got to win some sort of comedy award, bro, for the best comedy of fucking 2021. Mm, oh, it's yeah. got to be right up there, bro. But anyway. Oh. Yeah. All right. So Jericho takes the mic finally. Um, he gives a pretty good promo here. There's nothing here to write home about, though. Basically, he just says, like, you know, you want to know if if the risk is worth the reward for us to face the pinnacle again. And, yeah, it's worth the reward. You know, we need to get our hands on the pinnacle again, blah, 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 blah. Yada, There's nothing yada, special right. here. Right, right, right. It's just, it's just yes, we're going to have this. We're just going to have this match at the pay-per-view, which we already knew was going to happen. But... Right. And we're going to lisp our way to there. That's it, man. I mean, the list yeah. is what made that segment. Let's be real. Jake Hager, future <laughs> world champion. <laughs> future world champion. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Hey, man, why we... Fuck, man. I don't want to knock a guy that's got a legit friggin' problem, but... God damn it, Jack. I know but, we're friends but on But he Facebook, sounds funny, and he chooses to speak on TV, so... Oh, that's brilliant, bro. You know what? AEW yeah. must be just cunts, bro. Can you imagine pitching to Jake saying, "You gotta talk more, man. You gotta talk more. You gotta just keep talking." You know, Jake, man, I'm telling you, you're this untapped potential <laughs> on the promo side, man. You need oh. to speak more. I'm telling you, you gotta go out there. Look, <laughs> oh my god, Jake, look at me, man. Look at me. Look, you want to be a real superstar? All American, American, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Go out there and call them little bit- bit- bitches. <laughs> Go out there and do it. <laughs> I mean, bitches. Oh, man. We're oh, fucking fuck. pricks, bro. Seriously, man. We're going to hell. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the lispers out there, but come on. If you knew I mean, someone that was lisping all the fucking time, you know what you would do. If you weren't yeah. lisping out there, the person that's listening that doesn't, that actually lisps, you know you give shit to a motherfucker that lists. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I still think <laughs> fat guy jokes are funny, and I'm a fat hey, guy. So and I'm a fat guy too. It's fine. We're fat cunts. All right, that's, that's right. I mean. <laughs> nah. But anyway, nothing beats this thing though. <laughs> no. Um... Uh, actually, can I say one more thing about the list? Yeah. Get this for a dream team. Cody the Dream Rhodes <laughs> and Jack Sager. Right? As a tag team, bro. What can you call them? The fucking, the American Lispers? Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, shit. The Southern Stars. <laughs> Stars? Southern what Stars. <laughs> what the dribbling all the <sighs> All right, all right. Enough of the Lisp jokes. 
Fuck. All right. Okay. We hey, fucking dude. killed him already. Yeah. Okay. Fuzzies. <laughs> Cody Rhodes, <laughs> the Southern Star. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm telling you, dude. That is fucking hell, man. Jesus. No wonder he just called himself Cody for the longest time. He was like, I'm fucking sick of things. Rhodes. <laughs> you know how fucking embarrassing it is? How how embarrassing it is that they Rhodes? Embarrassing it is. What was it, Chris? Rhodes. I can't even. Rhodes. Rhodes. <laughs> Like honestly though, like here's a, here's a, here's a thing that I've honestly thought though, like my entire life, I've honestly thought, what kind of asshole put an S in the word lisp? Like these poor fuckers can't even explain what the fuck's wrong with them without like embarrassing themselves. You could have said, you could have called it a bob, right? You could have said, I have a bob, and then everybody, you could explain it to somebody, I have a bob, and then people would know that you. You know, pronounce your S's funny. No, 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 no. The people who designed this language were like, let's put an S there so they have to fucking expose themselves. Because you don't have a lisp. You have a lisp. Oh, my like, God. Fuck. Oh, oh, we're definitely going to hell, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Oh, uh, man, I'm crying. That's it. It's official. You j I'm crying on the skirmish. It's a skirmish, bro. The skirmish. <laughs> the skirmish. Oh my god. The Wednesday night skirmish. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> this is a doozy of an episode, bro. Seriously, I'm oh, crying. I am fucking crying, bro. Ooh, if we get fucking me tooed after this episode. <laughs> oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm happy. <laughs> like you yeah. can take us off. I don't give a fuck. We win. Uh, it's all <laughs> good. Oh shit. Anyway. All right. So Jade Cargill's out next. She doesn't know who some guy is. It's a really flat, stupid fucking segment. Um, oh, you can't be serious. I, I'm serious. That was the next segment. <laughs> Oh, man, Dave. Please. Give me a Billy, man. I'm dying. Seriously, I'm dying. Let's uh, <laughs> continue on, Chris. All right? All right. <laughs> Next up, we've got Serena Deeb versus uh, the Velveteen Dream. I mean, the the who? red red Velveteen. Red <laughs> Dream. Red. red Velveteen <laughs> Dream. The Velvety. The Velvety Red Dream. I don't know. The Velvet Sledgehammer? Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, speaking of the dream, so now that you bring him up, right, not uh, the American's dream, Cody Rhodes, right? I'm talking about, <laughs> sorry, when you mentioned your dream, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I didn't mean it to gotcha. rhyme then, just quietly. But, <laughs> dude, he's such a wasted talent. It sucks, right? Did uh. I this? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said I was going to stop. Um, I'm trying, I'm really trying, but it's a bit addictive, you know what I mean? Anyway, do you think he's done? Because I do, I, I personally think he's going to get black balls. Not black balls, um, black balled. I don't, I, you know, I think he's going to work his way back into the I business so. at some point. I hope so. Um, I, mean, I hope so. Probably not in WWE. Definitely, um, obviously not. Obviously. 
<laughs> but I don't know, man. Again, I'm one of the, I'm a big like innocent until proven guilty type guy. Yes, so and I, that's a I big kind of issue like... today, Chris. I feel we need to touch on that a little bit more because what the fuck is wrong with society, people? How can you accuse people of being guilty of something they can't prove anyway? I don't care if they admit it. If they were legal, they were legal. Yes, in America, you got to be fucking 21 in, in most states or some shit, right? I mean, 18, sorry, for legal fucking, you know? Yep. But... For copulating. <laughs> oh, we're so going to get me too. Anyway... <laughs> I'm just saying, just because it's illegal in the States, it doesn't mean it's illegal everywhere else, America. I'm just saying, stop fucking sure. using your fucking flaws and implying it on everybody else. Because it happened somewhere else, then it might be fucking legals. That's all Yeah, I'm well, that's a good argument for the Marty Skrull thing. <laughs> right. Right. Like, right. You know, exactly. Technically, him having sex with a 16-year-old is whatever like that's legal in in england right so and in australia sex with a 16 year old and in, in australia it's legal too right i don't know about and, canada and in ontario <laughs> oh there we go do, 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 do. yeah i'm not saying go out there and get a fucking sweet 16 i'm not yeah, saying I'm, that. i don't think that it's morally right, right but i mean right. what i think is morally right and what isn't it like that's something that first of all that's changed over the years right like i used to believe very strongly in god and all that kind of stuff right. so my idea facts. of that's a true. moral life right. was one thing right and now it's a completely different thing well if i was judging somebody based on like my morals right now well what gives me the right to say what is morally correct and what right. isn't I, I don't have any right to do that i can tell you what's right for me and what i want for my children and what i you know might suggest to people around me like if i was friends with marty Skrull, i like i have a buddy who is like still like super fucking childish like what do you mean he's he's my he's my best buddy right like i love the fucking guy love him to death but like he's 35 years old he still drives around you know, bumping the six thousand dollar stereo system, trying to pick up sixteen-year-old <laughs> chicks. Subby, bro. The yeah, but still trying to subby. pick up sixteen and seventeen-year-old chicks, and like that's oh. what he does. That's he's that's not my he friend. People, <laughs> <laughs> Chris said it's his friend, not mine. Just quietly. And it, just but it I, like I've told him, I've told him, like, dude, you're not going to be happy dating a sixteen-year-old. Like, what the? Like, you're thirty-five years old. Find somebody who can, who can mentally keep up with you. Like mentally, right? But maybe he you doesn't know? want a, a chick to mentally keep up with him. Maybe he just wants a chick to keep up in other ways. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, but anyway, yeah, as far as right. Velveteen Dream. Saying it's right. right. As far as the dream goes, approve it in court or... Or well, fuck off. Uh, or fuck off. Like... And I know, I know how that Sorry, sounds to people. I know, but I and it's not that I, it's not that I'm like super sure that he didn't do it or anything, or Look, like that I don't care of, if right. he did it. I, I right, do, right. but prove it. That's the that's that's how our society fucking survives, guys. Like we don't just get to say, "Oh, you're guilty," because because everybody thinks so. Well, then OJ should have went to prison for you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> and guess what? He's in the NFL Hall of Fame. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's let's get off of this subject because it's just it's a bunch of fucking it's hornet's silly. nest. It's fu but... Yes, a bunch of hornet's nest, no doubt. Yeah, it's a whole mm. fucking pile of hornet's and nest Marty, that I don't feel like. I was a big fan of yours, but that party, <laughs> party Marty fucking thing you used to get up to, it's got to go, bro. No more party yeah. Marty, all right? 
It's weird, bro. It's Don't weird, do that. bro. It's weird. Yep. Don't do that. Stop no. being a villain, and, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you can be a villain without being a rapist. Like <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marty. Yeah. All right. So Serena Deeb versus uh Red Velvet here. Um, Ooh, you know, like I made fun of the name. I made fun of the name. Yeah, it does sound like a cake because it, it is a cake. It really is. <laughs> Serena Deeb, right? And and velvet fucking cake. Yeah. So when I when I start um for AEW, like when I when I get there, I'm gonna call myself Black Forest Cake. Ooh. You better explain yourself a little bit better there, Chris, because uh <laughs> what do you mean by that, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> No. Um well the Black Forest is a region in Germany where my family comes hey, from. Hey, so. see what you did there? Once again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. So Black Forest cake. Well that would be me. Um, also, I'm going to wear one of uh, Red Velvet's outfits. <laughs> Ooh. And there's nothing wrong with that, baby. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. N- nothing. That's normal. That's sexy. <laughs> <sighs> That's today's okay. fucking planet and society, bro. That right there, yep. bro. Exactly. All right. Uh, this was really good match obviously it was because serena deeb's in the match um uh, uh deeb does something in her wrestling matches that i feel like people don't do enough of every single thing that serena deeb does looks like she's trying to finish the match she's either trying to hit you with something big enough to pin you or she's trying to pin you or she's trying to submit you there's no wasted movement there's no bullshit it's just how can I finish this wrestling match? Which that's what it's supposed to look like, guys. I almost feel sorry for it, dude. You know why? She's the most serious professional wrestler on that friggin' roster in many ways, dude. Yep. Really? I, I truly mean that. <laughs> she yep. really is. She's the one that really takes this shit serious, you know? But if you're not a fucking stand up comedian, don't turn up to AEW because you've got to have a comedy fucking trade, apparently. So. If you can't bust, you can't well, fucking stand up com- comedy. You can't do none of that shit. Get out of here. Quote unquote comedy. Like, <laughs> quote like, unquote comedy, right? Like right. you, like like I know Tony, like I know Tony Khan thinks that Orange Cassidy's fucking hilarious, but like it's a one note yeah. joke that was told yeah. two years. ago. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. If that's what he finds funny with no expressions, yeah. No, dude. Like, listen, I um. Like I love Eddie Murphy from like his his like me too from when he was younger right like raw right (laughs) like raw just absolutely like changed my life like that's how awesome that fucking stand up routine was right but like if he just does the hey I flew into San Francisco routine over and over and over and over over again eventually you're like. Yeah, you know what? The part where you said that there was an actual homosexual sitting on the top of a car going, wee, 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 wee. It's not funny anymore, right? It's funny the first time you hear it. I'm not laughing. Yeah, right? Because you've heard it before. I'm giggling. It's like a little like, but not laugh, laugh. You know what I mean? Not like, you know, sizzla. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. We're going to sizzla. (laughs) We're going to sizzla. All right. That's, That's funny, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's true, man. You're right. You're spot on, dude. Look, man, we're wacky because this company's wacky. We're just growing with the company, bro. 
The more whack yep. that gets, the more whacked yep. we get. Just saying. Exactly. And we'll take little moments like this to give props to the people who deserve it. Serena Deeb and uh, Red Velvet, they deserve it for this for this match. Like, they really worked hard. They were both selling throughout. Like, I was actually impressed me, by... Bro. I was actually impressed by Red Velvet tonight. Like, she no, was no, good. she's cool. But Serena um, Deeb was, you know, carrying that match, though. No doubt about Serena it. Serena Deeb is the goddamn MVP of AEW. Like, she is, man. Look, the only thing I can critique with Serena Deeb that we don't see enough of, and let's be honest, we can't... We can't... Character. Exactly, dude. That's the yeah. only... Because no one really points that out. Everyone praises But no her. one gives her a chance. When was right. the last time you saw her cut a promo? Honestly? Except for that one time against uh, Thunder Rosa, I think it was just once. Which was good promo. Which was good. But other than that, it felt like years. Yeah. Really? I mean, I can't remember a time. Like. Yep. And she gets across her character pretty well, like with the in-ring stuff. But I mean, even Brett cut promo. I knew you were going to say that because I promise you I was going to make that comparison. She does like, remind me of a Brit, a women's Bret Hart in many ways. Not as good, but yeah. I see the comparison. We're not saying she's but Bret comparably, Hart. comparably. Like, yes, if right. you compare who she's competing with, right, mm. with her, right. and then you compare who Brett competed with, with him, she it's, is the female Bret Hart. She like, really is. She, she carries personality, people. Right. No, really. Except for she's not talking enough. Yeah, exactly. That's so, the problem. But, I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know if they don't see her being good enough on the mic. I don't know. But she needs, they need to fucking get her out there and give us a reason. And I'm not saying you and I, because we know her history, but just the normal fan, a reason to care about her. Yeah. Build her up a little bit. We already know what she yep. can do in the ring. Just build her a little bit. Honestly, show me a 30-second fucking clip of her at home with right. her kid or her at home doing her yoga and like All just saying washing. something about how much the a uh, how much the NWA World Championship means to her or like I forgot all just about that. 30 seconds you can you can cut it together and like just the same way that you do for like before UFC fights, you'll see a 30-second yeah, clip right. of somebody at at home and it and it makes you care about them like i'll be honest with you dude like did you see did you see last week's pay-per-view with chandler and Oliveira? you know what i didn't man i actually missed it i actually did miss it and i usually watch it but i actually missed it i know what happened but yeah continue so i i wasn't sure i was going to watch it right because i was like eh, like you know I, i'm kind of interested in what happens but it's only like it's only the one really big match right, right and then right. i kind of already knew ferguson was washed like i honestly the last he's two done, fights bro. it's like he's got nothing really, left since his knee injury yeah. He hasn't been the same. Let's be real. But anyway, no. continue on. But anyway, so I was, I happened to be, I, I think it actually came on after AEW one week, the, uh, the like, um, you know, pre fight stuff or whatever, right? And they were showing Chandler at home, right? And Chandler's like, you know, he's a, he's a regular, like, he's an American guy. He's a good dude, right? They're showing how he, like, adopted a black kid and all that kind of I, stuff. I and, saw like, that. I actually saw like, that. I did tune into that. And it's cool. I, I liked right. it, but I, like, so I, so I was like, oh yeah, Chandler's a good dude. And then I watched the, and then I watched the thing from Oliveira, right? And they were showing how he trains in the city, right? But once a week, he goes home. And where does he live? He lives in the middle of fucking nowhere, in in the bush, right? In the he lives fucking in the middle outback. of the bush. He's got a river right by his house that he loves to swim in, Yuck. right? That's and I just. Cool. 
dude, it's talk about it, but, parasites, bro. <laughs> I'm just but saying. I connected with him. Right, but I connected I with him. I get you. Because right. he's a kid from the middle of nowhere. Right. right? Just like you. <laughs> just like me. Right. Right. And so I connected with it. And then I ordered the pay-per-view. I, I spent Literally. 65 fucking dollars Damn. right? when I wasn't sure I was going to because I wanted to you watch were, this kid. You were and invested, if he was going to win a championship, I wanted to be watching. They hooked you. It doesn't Literally. take that much. No, it doesn't. You know if they I mean? want to make money, How it really doesn't. How the fuck is the UFC doing pro wrestling better than pro wrestling? Man, that's true. We've been saying this for a freaking long time, man. They get it. Apparently, professional wrestling's got fucking dementia. Like they don't know how to build people. They don't know how to They've make interesting them, characters that connect with the audience. Bro, we can talk about just that subject for four hours because it's like it's like the UFO subject, bro. Mm. The deeper you go with that, the more questions you've got because with this shit, why? That's what I want to ask. Why professional wrestling? Why? What the fuck? Why do you refuse? What's happened? Why can the fucking average fan... No, actually, let me take that back. A smart fan, at least, can tell you how to do things, yet the people that should know better have forgotten. Uh, it's not just WWE either. It's it's pretty much across the board. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? So what's wrong? Like, what? why? I want to know why. Like, I honestly feel like the best company in terms of putting together logical storylines and actually making video packages to try to help people like look UFC, good is UFC. Right. And other than that, it's MLW. Yeah. Like, right. And I don't think MLW is like this great fucking savior of wrestling or anything, no, but, but at good. least when they're putting together video packages and stuff, you care, right? I, agree. I still think of pillman jr as being the member of that heart foundation right, Dude, right. because he they work really much well better in mlw yeah. bro much better. better in aw i feel like he's restarted literally like he's nothing compared dude he had hype in mlw right he really did yeah, he did people were hyping yeah. him dude once he yeah. jumps ship he's just he's just brian to me yeah, exactly. And I mean all the best to him. I hope he right, I hope that they stick right. with him here in AEW, but he's Brian. Anyway, yeah. Speaking of uh speaking of people who are really good at uh, connecting with their audience, um Pac is is backstage. And Pac is one of the best guys in terms of his wrestling, but he's like a like you know we said like Serena Deeb is like a Bret Hart, right? Mm -hmm. But like Bret spoke like a little bit. Pac is like a like a Chris Benoit. Like, do what you do in the ring and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to go there, right? And I, for a minute, you had me fooled. I'm not going to lie. I'm thinking, dude, really? <laughs> really? Dude, he can't talk for shit. I don't even understand half the shit that comes out of his mouth. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, and honestly, I'm from Australia, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All I hear is this. Oh, who's gonna bet against Pac? <laughs> he literally did that. He literally that noise that I just made. He literally did that to Marvez. He was like, "Who's going to bet against Pac?" <laughs> it's like, Dude, what the? Fuck? Is he Oscar the Grouch? Is he like oh, morphing into that? Like, Ugh. but the like English version that sounds kind of Scottish. Yeah. Why are you such a grouch, Oscar? Because I live Why? in a trash can. <laughs> ah, 
pak kam vom čaškan. <laughs> Lau. Uh, me, me, me big and strong. He's got to shut the fuck up and just do his flippy shit in the ring because he's great in ring. He's really, really excellent. But but he's great in one of the best in the ring. But I'm sorry, Pack Puck, whatever you want to be called, please. Even that name is just yuck. It rhymes. Yeah. It rhymes with the bastard. <laughs> Why is he a bastard? He's got no parents. He's got no dad. Like, what's, uh, what's the story honestly. behind the bastard? I'm I'm reasonably certain that uh, he was a big fan of Game of Thrones, and he just oh. thinks he's Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, who was oh. the bastard. The bastard. Okay, I thought he was a fan of Mighty Mouse. I yes, at some point, I guess he was. I could have sworn he was a fan of Mighty Mouse. Mm, that was such a bad call by WWE. Or was that in a different dimension or reality? I don't know. Maybe that wasn't Pac. That was Neville. That's a, oh, that was oh, Adrian. That's right. Sorry, wrong guy. Wrong guy. First, it was Adrian Neville, and then it was oh, just yes. Neville. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. But he uh, so he disappeared. Three. Yeah, I wonder where he went. Because I could have sworn that one spoke better. Yeah. Not by much, not by much. But Yeah. Well the guy who made him disappear is like a, a rapper. I heard right. him rap once about you, his A lyrical genius, penis. bro. Yes. Yeah. Yes, right. 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 That's all <laughs> And what happened to him, right? Another one that found no guilty in we won't speak about the the Zoat. But uh he can rap, bro. Yeah, he can. Yeah, I, I would love to see a fucking song between Neville and Puck. Can you imagine that? That I mean, a song like a song, a I rap can't song, understand bro. what they're fucking saying. Never mind if they start rapping. It Don't worry about it. Dude, dude, forget MOP. Actually, you know what? Now like, that we just said that, it it that he he could he could be a rapper in today's rap because like can. that's exactly hey, what today's dude, rap music dude, sounds like. He's a hit waiting to happen. Just, just, just have him say mumble, some shit with auto tune. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, have him mumble. Oh man, say some shit Park through auto tune, dude. With auto tune, and make sure, and mm. make sure that at the beginning of the song, Fire, someone bro. clearly says something about Molly. That's, oh. I mean, <laughs> hit song, fucking hit song. Well, you'd think he'd, he'd fucking dropped at least ten of them, bro. I'm not gonna lie, because I'll be like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, fucking hell, dude. I love Puck, man. I love Pack Puck. Whatever, right? Whatever you fucking decide to call yourself or how you want to pronounce it. But God damn it, son. Either AEW, and I'm looking at you, TK, send the poor man to speech fucking school. Speech therapy. I'm sorry yep. he needs it. And while you're at it, send Jack Swagger and Cody Throats to do the same thing. But, the, you know, but Park, dude, please, dude, drop an album, please. With Neville, yeah, with, your, with your with your friend Neville, yeah, man, that's what It'd I'm saying. Awesome. And um, I'll go one more, one more, be one better. <laughs> Have the tune sound like Mighty Mouse while Puck is rapping through it. So you think of it like this: they're like, uh, you know, what, what was Pharrell's fucking group called again? Neptunes, right? Neptunes, yeah. One raps, one produces. Neville can be the producer. Oh, Puck, yeah. Can, yeah. See what I did there? And Puck can be the rapper, bro. Money. Money, bro. Money. Money. Speaking of money, uh, coming up next here, we've got uh, Austin Gunn <sighs> versus Anthony Agogo. Um, mm, right. You know what? He yeah. deserved it. Young Gunn, you idiot. Stupid um, idiot. Sorry, Joker. I, honest, 
honestly, I the whole time, like as Anthony Agogo was coming to the ring, like not the whole time, but at least for like a solid like two or three seconds, I thought to myself, like, man, I would have really loved to have like trained with Anthony Agogo because then I could have told the trainers, like, hey, 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 guys, listen, wake me up before a go go. <laughs> that would have been great, right? Why hasn't TK bought that song yet? He buys in every other fucking song. Oh, George Michaels, uh, George Michaels, bro. <laughs> For Anthony Agogo. Hey, they're both from Britain. Yes, I know his Greek background, Chris, before you start a joke. All right. Anyway, forget that part. They're both from the UK. They both love Gogo. <laughs> Except they both love to go go. Someone likes to wank. That's all I'm saying. Just, you figure it out for yourselves if you don't know what I'm talking about, just quietly. Look up George Michaels and, bar, and restrooms in California. You'll get your <laughs> fucking answer, all right? Uh, gross. Wake okay. Me um, up before you go, go. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so a go, go comes out. Here's the thing, right? A go, go's being pushed as like this monster anti American heel, right? Oh my he God. hates America. And Is he's, he Russian? You know, Is it a Gugayev? No. No, it's not a Gugayev. It's not? Um, no. Think of another country that would hate America. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Is it Goyayaki? No. 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 Is it Agogez from Cuba? No. No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Ling no. Wang Gogo. No. <laughs> it's not? No. Oh, well, fuck, man. I don't know then, bro. I'm stumped. I don't know. And and how would you know? Because it's not like he's got a Union Jack on his trunks or anything oh. obvious like that. Oh, or a Union Jack sickle, on the his... The sequel? No. No, the no? Union Jack is the British flag. Oh, oh I thought... Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, my, my bad. <laughs> yeah. So... Here's the thing, right? The kid comes out. He's supposed to be this, like, he hates America and he loves his country. But literally, like, his whole, like, everything about him that is British is that he is carrying a Union Jack flag. Hmm. His trunks don't have a Union Jack. His shirt doesn't have a Union Jack. He doesn't have a particularly, like, English or British style to him. Um, He's not talking enough so that you would know that he has anything about it. But he's, no, that's what I mean. Like, he's... Like, he hasn't said shit, so I don't know, like, and, like, don't get me wrong, like, I find, I found it pretty funny, like, last week, Cody was like, you know, we have a complicated history with race in our country, and here he is threatening to beat up the black guy. Right, and trying to play the victim because he's with a black girl. Yeah, it's like, uh, I can uh, beat up the black guy and I'm not racist because I'm fucking a black girl. Right. And that that gives him a pass, apparently. Mm. Apparently, mm. the black community, it's a pass. All I know is most neighborhoods in Atlanta, it would not give you a pass. <laughs> they wouldn't? Like, not at but all. Cody, no. dude, dude, it's Cody, though. Yeah. The Southern Star. <laughs> the Southern the southern side, right, right? I mean, yeah, you can keep dreaming, son. Keep dreaming. Yeah. Anyways, that's this a different match, world, boy. And I'm sure he was nowhere was near the right. And I just want to quickly say, I'm sure he was never from the main streets of Atlanta, anywhere near close by in the hoods. Uh, no, his okay. dad was a wealthy man. Oh yes, um, right. That's right. But I thought he was a plumber, though. No, his dad's dad was a plumber. Oh, he's the son of a that's son of a plumber. right. Yes, that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. My, yeah. my bad. You're bad. My bad. Um, this match was nothing. It was just a series of punches. 
Um, the post fight was garbage. Yeah, Austin Gunn got busted open. I don't care. Um, I didn't care either. I I couldn't give a shit less about this whole thing. All I'm all I'm really looking forward to is like next week they said that they're doing a weigh in, and I yeah. really like yeah I really really hope that at some point someone says to the kid like oh like are you are you worried about how how dangerous your punch is in i really like seriously in the back of my mind like i will jump up and down and cheer and like i will love AEW forever if somebody like asks him that question and then he goes if he dies he <laughs> dies break. yeah and then i'll break you because <laughs> that's exactly what this is uh, this so, is fucking so this is rocky four Right, go Dolph for Gogaev. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then he also won the first time. Like, what are you doing? If he dies. He dies. So he talks like that, man. Look, first of all, is this professional wrestling we're watching? Supposedly, Ugh. what were we watching, dude? Yeah, it was. They call it pro wrestling. Anyway. So it was Sometimes Rocky. it seems like. It was Rocky, Rocky Four, like Pac would Sometimes say. Sometimes it seems like amateur hour at the Apollo. It's fucking terrible. I'll go one better. It's like B, like you know, B grade Broadway. I don't know what the fuck this shit is. All I know is this is supposed to be all elite wrestling, not all elite wankers boxing federation. First of all, I didn't know weigh-ins happened in professional wrestling. That's one. Two. I thought closed fists were friggin' illegal. I keep saying this shit. Mm. So are we having a boxing match? Is that what's happening? In Las Vegas of all places. I know, I know you. It, it makes me yawn too. But oh, dude, I just I hate this angle so much. It's so dumb. I like it's like Cody is trying really hard, and I honestly like I could see that he was giving it some serious effort last week. Like that promo, he was trying. Oh, seriously, he was, he was seriously trying. <laughs> to fell this program oh, um man. he's in the shitter dude i'm convinced i'm convinced i've heard sources say him and kenny i don't know man <laughs> yeah i i really think cody is looking for a way out possibly bro i, I really think he's he's going down dude i, I mean just... maybe he'll lose to anthony Hikogo. that would be great oh and, and he can do it for mother russia i mean england uk uk no jolly old england I think it's even the UK is a Union Jack. Yeah. Great Britain. It was funny because somebody online was like, because somebody online was complaining about this and they were like, yeah, he's from Britain, our oldest and closest ally. And I was like, motherfucker, what? I know, Who is your oldest actually, and closest actually, ally? Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, oh, oh. <laughs> people, dude, especially the, I'm sorry, UK listeners, but you motherfuckers, you, not only do you need dentists, uh you're a bit you know i'm just saying not all of you's but you know they're not the sharpest tool in the shed chris i'm gonna say some now. of you really need to a uh, go go to school <laughs> i'm sorry man it's I'm, the ones i come across dude that just anyway <laughs> I better stop. No, I understand. Yeah, right. <laughs> I understand. Um. So anyway, next up here, uh, it's Daniels and Kazarian backstage. Um, Jesus. They go to interview Daniels. He doesn't say anything. He just uh, says something to Kaz in his ear and walks off. And he's just like, "See, stitches, stitches." Yeah. That's what was talking. It was his friggin' his eye was like, "I got stitches." 
as was brief here, uh, but I liked what he had to say. I liked his intensity. Um, you know, well, he basically he said, I don't know, but we'll see. Like, hopefully it goes somewhere. He says, I, you know, it's not, it's now my mission to take out every single member of the elite. And, um, I, I like, I like the way he ended this. I really like the way he ended this. He said, you're looking at a bomb that can't be diffused, a gun you can't unload. And that's not a threat. That is the gospel. According to Frankie Kazarian. So he's a Christian now. I'm not talking about nice. Christian Cage. I'm I'm talking about like, you know, so he's something. All right, then we. You know what I think is going to happen here, Chris? Really, he's going to turn on friggin' Daniels. He's AEW we're talking about, bro. He's going to blame Daniels for losing against the Elite, right? When he does go up against the Elite, he's going to lose, and it's going to be all of Daniels' fault, right? This is AEW booking. I'm telling you, dude. This is you heard it here first. I'm telling you now. That's what's gonna happen. Because I could see it, but I feel like they could have something here with Kaz. Like if they want to push him, they could have something with him here. They're gonna push him off a cliff. He's too old, man. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? No, I think on. you're right. I like him too, dude. I don't think they have any interest in pushing him. But... I really agree. They're just gonna. But he's one of the most talented fucking guys they have on their roster. I don't know right. what they're doing, dude. When you got Anthony Gogaev. And fucking uh, Mr. Apple guy, wannabe Big Apple. I don't know what the fuck his name is. Cutie Marshall. When yeah, getting like, pushed... why the fuck are those guys getting pushed? And Kazarian is like floundering. You tell me, bro. <laughs> super dumb. Super, super, super dumb. dumb. Like, literally. Anyway, uh, speaking of super, um, a wrestler who's going to be starring in the Superstation TBS <laughs> next year. Uh, out comes Miro with the oh. TBS championship. I mean, the TNT oh, yes, championship. Right. <laughs> Does he skew the belt or what? I don't like, what are they going to do? Feel, right. I was thinking that as well. I'm so happy you brought that up because I forgot about it, but I wanted to talk about it. So are we going the Turner broadcast station championship? I, I, I honestly like I would be perfectly fine with them just calling it the television championship. Right. Like, We've said personally. this from the start, man. We've said this before. Why is it named after a friggin' network? I'll n I will never know. Why is it fucking not called the TV championship? Why doesn't a wrestling promotion have a TV championship? That was the I... workhorse belt, bro. Yep. It really Come was. Come on, dude. Like I used to yep. love the TV championship. Really, I really did, man. Me too. In particular, in WCW, even in yep. ECW, it was great. But look, enough. If this is going to be TBS and it's gonna, they're going to paint it fucking like blue and have the superstition on the bottom. Yeah, I, I don't know, not. bro. I don't know, man. Might I, as well I make it a spinning belt, too. Yeah. yeah, right. Why not? A spinning belt with spinning. flashing lights or spinning something. Spinning TBS. The superstation. Yeah. Yeah. It's the anyway. super belt. Maybe they should call it the su the super belt. The super belt. The Superman. Get it? <clears throat> Superman. Uh anyway, I hope they call it the the TV championship starting next. Like uh, they've got enough time between now and when they shift over to TBS that they could do it in the next couple of months here. They in can a do way it now, that do it now, yeah, man. In a way that does what I'm saying is like they can do it now, so it doesn't just seem like what the fuck are you doing after you moved, right? Like because everyone's eagerly awaiting this. Is it going to be yep. the if they still keep it? Shit, I'm lisping normally now. Anyway, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not joking. But anyway, if they're going to change it to the TBS title, right? Say, what are we waiting for then? 
Like, what are you waiting yeah. for? Like, seriously, what are you waiting for? No, I feel I feel like they need they, they're going to need a name change. I mean, it's not going to make any fucking sense if they're having the TNT Championship on TBS. Like, what? Uh, but they're not on TNT. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's anyway. Only... I I want to talk about Miro here because oh yes, this was a highlight for me. But yes, this, again, yes, fuck yeah. Probably this the was best segment awesome. all night. Let's be real. This was Miro's best work. And even like, fucking big boy since... fucking right. This is Miro. This might be Miro's best work, literally since he came into WrestleMania on a tank. Like it might be the best version of Miro since then. Um, I loved. I fucking loved this because, like, as a guy who watches combat sports often, I like that, even right? when I no dude like even when I was religious, I used to roll my eyes at people when they'd be like, "I just, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ <laughs> for giving me the strength to get through this match and blah blah." Like even as a believer, I would like roll wow. my eyes and be like, He's "Jesus, don't fucking care. You punch people in the face." Like, <laughs> oh, what are you talking about, too. Look at this guy. <laughs> you, you almost swerved me there, and then he fucking pulled that card out. Hey, God, good to God damn it, Chris. You're one of a kind, my friend. <laughs> anyway, so Miro makes Jesus the heel to start this promo. That was oh. awesome. Oh, man. But come <clears throat> on. I want to thank Jesus Christ for <laughs> giving me the strength to destroy people. <laughs> oh, oh, man. My God. He's, look, he's great, dude. Finally, I think we're seeing it, dude. I hope he still holds on to <laughs> Bless you. Bless, Bless everyone. You. Right. Um, but anyway, that threw me off a little bit. But anyway, back to Miro. As long as they hold... The only way this can go bad is if he stays as TNT champion on the way to transitioning to the Turner Bulgarian super station. That <laughs> would make right, sense. Yeah. Why not call it that? See, that's a good segue to get to call it TBS. Yeah. Make him change the belt to the fucking Turner Bulgarian super championship. The Bulgarian Super Championship. Right. Come on, man. Yeah. It writes itself, bro. Yep. I can I see break that. everybody after that. Speaking speaking of uh speaking of yeah. So <laughs> he goes on here, he's talking about Darby and how he won the belt from him and he says, Darby, you I'll give you my me. your Darby. This is your yeah. Darby. <laughs> this is Darby. <laughs> and you can tell he went off the yeah. cuff too. Yeah, right. That was beautiful, man. Oh that man, was, that was like, great. Bars, anyway. bars. You know I mean? like that. Oh man, oh. I loved this promo so much. At one point here, he goes, "Darby, I forgive you. So go home and make another one of your granny student videos." <laughs> just like, oh my god. And then we had the murder hawk, right? Who had to fucking uh. blow it up and call him a Bulgarian bitch. Yeah, that was and fucking I word. I was like, word, word. Oh man. That was so bad, so lame. Like I'm gonna make you my Bulgarian bitch. And Miro just laughed at him and was like, "Oh yeah, I've never, I've never heard that one before. That's that's a very good one. Yes, good, good. Like just ate his lunch. Like yeah, and Lance Archer's not a bad promo. No, like but he Miro fucking said, ate him here. Come here, big boy. Come here, big boy. I loved the fact that he had absolutely no fucking respect for Jake Roberts here. You know right? what I also love? That Jake the Snake Roberts was showing respect to Rusev's, I mean, sorry, Miro's promo. Did you see how he clapped him for that mm -hmm. reply? I mm -hmm. Literally, you can see it off camera. 
he clapped Miro's response. I love that he just referred to him as the old man. <laughs> yeah. Like no no recognition of like Jake or like you know Jake Not the Snake. Or, or Nothing. Snake. The old man. And if he gets close to me, I'll I kill will him, basically I'll right. kill him. I love what did he say here? There's not enough yoga in the world to save you if you come Ooh. close to me. Ooh, like, zing. Oh my god. You, I, I, I did you, awesome. I did you yoga Bulgarian style. You should have said something mm. like that. I stretch him. I stretch. He said and he ends it with, Yes, Lance, everybody <laughs> dies, but yes. I insist you die first. It's like, Bing. oh my god, fucking Miro's a superstar. Imagine this on the superstation. Imagine, but just imagine this, right? Like, imagine you had a guy as good as Miro, and you called him Rusev. into your fucking lap, right? And and you were and you were like, oh man, I've got the, this great fucking idea for you to come into my company. I want you to be obsessed with video games. That's huge. <laughs> Why did they do that just to go here? Finally, finally, we're this getting it. This is the guy who should have showed up. But, but that's what I don't understand. Why did they do that in the first? Have they woken? Have they been listening to the skirmish quiz? You think? I don't know. I, if they are, is, hi guys. Is TK really taking our shit? Because weren't we saying if you were like six foot or six foot two, weighed over two hundred pounds, you were buried? Mm, yeah. Well, they've reversed. Yeah, it seems like they're they're getting into the the bigger guys now. Where the big and boys play now, brother. Where the yeah. big boys play. Right. TBS, yeah. where the big boys play. Fucking A. So five, bro. I'm just <laughs> the saying. Like, the superstation. And this point, it's the super fucking. What was it again? The Bulgarian Super Championship. The Bulgarian Super Championship. TBS, baby. TBS. Right, Miro, slap right in the middle of it. That's the only way you can save this transition, bro. He's got to do something Bulgarian with it. And I'm not talking about feta because that's Greek. I know there's the Bulgarian variety, but that, yeah, I won't go there. All I'm yeah, saying yeah. is everything's Greek. Yeah, yeah, it's all Greek to me, man. All right. But anyway, let's not go there. But I just hope to God, because I don't like there's one thing I don't like about this matchup, Chris. It's the fact someone's got to lose. And it's not going to be Rusev, really. Archer's losing this. Right, yeah, he's no, definitely losing. 100%. Yeah. There's no ifs or buts. Yeah. It's true. I agree. Yeah, I wish, there, I, I wish they would... I really wish they would match him with somebody who can afford a loss a little more than Archer right. can. Who would you match him with if it was up to you, say? And it's got to be Ooh. half decent, not at like a jobber, right? Because we're talking pay-per-view here, right? So who mm -hmm. would be the right matchup for him? Um, I would really like to see what kind of a match he could have with Frankie Gazarian. Well, oh, he would, it would be a, oh, he has to eat him alive. Or Christian. Christian oh, would be good. But, yeah. mm, Christian would be like, no thanks. I'm winning still. <laughs> yeah. There's no way, man. Like, there's no chance. Unless he wins that battle royal. He's in the battle royal, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens. Oh, okay. Let me go one better. Now I'm thinking bad. If he's in that battle royal, does that mean he might lose the Superstation belt? No, no, no. Rusev isn't in the battle royal. Oh, he's no. not? Okay, all right, all right. Sorry. I thought he Christian was. Christian is. Okay, okay. All right, no worries. Forget what I just said. Let's move on. 
All right, moving on here. Uh, next up here, we've got. Anyway, I just wanted to say, like, dude, like this is the fucking this is the Miro who should have showed up when he first showed up. Agree, he should have come. He should have come out to the ring. He should have cut this fucking promo. There should have never been a video game fucking whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, I can't stress enough why was that happening in the first place. I don't get it. What changed? Why was he the fucking best man? I get it. it was that? It's a joke to WWE. Should have been called the best cut because that's what he was. But I digress again. <laughs> I, I don't know if he, he was the best. I mean, he was. He, he was, was definitely a not cuck, the best but... man, but he was definitely um, a cut. Yeah, he definitely was. Um, okay, so anyway, next up here we got the main event. It's the Blondes and the Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championships. <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the blondes start the match off with some pretty good jump. They mock the, the Bucks pose, which I thought was pretty cool. Their little mm. half, um, Shawn Michaels pose. Um, yeah, it is funny, but it's so overdone. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you, dude, though. Like the Bucks take over and they just make me want to change the channel. Like, this is your I know event, people dude. think, I know people think that I'm just fucking hating, they honestly have X-Pac heat with me. I don't like anything that they do. I'm not entertained by them. Like, it's not to say that they don't have some good spots because they of do, course, but then right, they just, right. but in every single one of their matches, they do something where I'm just like, no, fuck off. Like, get off my fucking TV screen. Right. Um, Garrison lands a spear here, which, um, hey guys, he's six foot four. <laughs> so it makes <sighs> sense. Right. Um, there's a spot here where the Bucks are cheating. They're both in the ring. They're kicking a guy. And um, JR says, I, well, you'd think the referee might want to kick one of them out. And then they have to cover. So on commentary, they say, well, you know, referees are intimidated by the young Bucks. That's that like what? Dude, I would so run if I saw the Bucks the other way out of here once they're running at me with their dior jordans dude out of here like first that of way. all first of all how the bucks gonna intimidate anyone like i've got a three and four year old that i'm pretty sure could kick the shit out of the young bucks like oh shit i i i believe you're right <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Young Bucks spearing my children wouldn't have as much impact as people pretend they do on screen. Um, yeah. This was just... Yeah, that's what it was. It's, I have such a hard time with it because like, we're, we're meant to believe that professional wrestling is a sport, right? And you have spots like Aubrey Edwards standing up to fucking Kenny Omega, right? And being like, no, Mr. World Champion, you are going to follow the rules because I am the official of this match. Which, by the way, is exactly how boxing, MMA, uh, hockey, basketball, uh, tennis, literally referees in every other sport act like it's a sport, right? And they enforce the rules to the letter of the law. The letter of the law in wrestling is... You can have both men in the ring for up to five seconds, then get out, mm -hmm. right? That's the letter of the law. Sure um, so no, the referees are intimidated 
by the Young Bucks. They're not intimidated by Moxley and Kingston or um, would you be they're not intimidated by, by uh, Miro or – no, they're intimidated by the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks really just scare the – like what the fuck are we talking about here? Come super on, guys. Party, bro. Don't you know? <sighs> super kick Come party. on, bro. First of all, let me just say, did you notice their stupid chandeliers they've got on their fucking foreheads? Yeah, I noticed. You know what that reminds I... me of? And I'm sorry to say this, right? <laughs> Have you seen the, you know, you know, Crete in Greece? Yeah, Crete, yeah. Have you seen the traditional garb that they wear? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not many people would, really. But if you know what I'm talking about, you'll know what the fuck they were wearing. That's what I thought of straight... Damn. He just got kicked off. Anyway, where were we after that? After Chris got super kicked on, out of here. See? Got super kicked right the fuck out of here. That's what happens super when you talk shit about the Young Bucks. Dude, they're Christian as fuck, bro. They're Christian as fuck, bro. As fuck, bro. Once upon a time, he, this guy was way more Christian as fuck than these guys, but... I used to be the most Christian as fuck. <laughs> I know, right. That's a true story, people. That's no <laughs> word of a lie. But anyway, back to the two particular guys that came into the ring like Cretians. I don't know if they know that. I don't know if they think it's hippie because their folks were hippies. I, I don't know. But it sure looks a lot like what I showed you, Chris. I might have to put it in does. the description. You tell it me, is it, is it any different? No, it's just a different color. But I so, mean, you know, right. they're just different accessorizing. Color. Right. Fuck. I mean, where'd they get that idea from? Like, no one knows about it. I'm just saying. I don't know. Fuck these guys. Um, anyway, they do the, uh, they go to, sp they, they spray uh, Pillman in the eyes with the aerosol. Then oh, they get, God. then they get another can in, but the referee notices it. And while the referee's throwing it out, there's another can that gets thrown in, and then the aerosol spray to this heart girl who is with the oh, bonds. Yeah. Alexa Hart. Is that what her name is? Is it I Alexa? So. I thought it was Alexa Hart. Oh, okay. Well, it kind of looks like Alexa. Yeah, could be Alexa. Sounds Bliss. familiar. I don't know. Something anyway. Whoever this fucking chick is. Because <laughs> they tell again, us. They really introduce Zero people. fucking explanation. I'm just saying. Um, you should know if you don't know. Because I don't. Pillman's in the sharpshooter. Oh, God. While he's in the sharpshooter. Oh, um, God. The other one jumps up and hits a face buster. Now, help me here, Jimmy. I was under the impression that while your partner has a wrestling hold applied you're not allowed to interfere with it other than on the other end to break it up but mm. if you say stomp on the head of someone or give them a brain buster while they're still being held in the wrestling hold that mm. requires a break have i completely yeah. misunderstood professional wrestling for the last 35 years or am i I believe you right. misunderstood professional wrestling. This okay. is AEW, man. There's yeah. no such thing as actual sharpshooters. Only phony ones, first of all. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the worst friggin' Scorpion Malakia locks. Fucking, I don't know what the hell that was, but I'm sick. Listen, 
first of all, I just want to say, stop doing the sharpshooter slash Scorpion Death. Like, if you're not going to apply it properly, don't do it. It's Seriously. depleting the move. No one, when you're not elevated on that incline, it doesn't hurt people. No. As a matter of fact, even it's like Sting you're... did this today when he locked it in right. on Scorpio Sky. Dude, he I... was just standing there walking backwards with Scorpio Sky, like fully <sighs> on, standing yeah, like up. a wheelbarrow or some shit. Like, but a reverse wheelbarrow. <sighs> like so bad. <laughs> so true. He was like, they going for a ride. That's, yeah. that's true, dude. Good point. It was like they were running around. It's like a crab or some shit. The scorpion crab lock. Fuck no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> Why'd you point that out for, man? Anyway, <laughs> I just want to say, oh, man, this was like play fucking. You know when the kids are in fucking kindy, like kindergarten, bro? Yeah. And they're fucking, I don't know, man. They're fucking running around in the sand pit or some shit. This is what this shit reminds me of, man. And they're just fucking around. <laughs> they just... Uh, they like going on rides, bro, because that was the Scorpion play ride. Anyway, <laughs> they win with this submission. Um, <laughs> Mox and Kingston attack the Bucks. They steal their shoes. Oh, so just... God. Just, just so for the third time tonight, faces jump <laughs> the heels from behind. This time, uh, they steal their shoes. And that too, right. So uh, are we to believe that the faces of this company <laughs> are the guys who would jump a person and steal their shoes? Yes. <laughs> Okay, it's time for Dear Tony. Uh, uh, dear Tony. Right, segue. Dear Tony. Um, <clears throat> not just in professional wrestling, but in literally all forms of storytelling, the best thing that you can do for your good guy, right, for your um, protagonist is to have him be sympathetic in some way, right? In in ancient Greece, right, their stories are literally called Greek tragedies. Um, and the reason for that is that in order for us to feel something for the hero, we need to see them fight from underneath something. The reason why Hercules is an interesting story is not because of his feats of strength. It's because he began by murdering his fucking family in a rage. He was doing something to try to redeem himself because he had failed. Heroes need to fail and then work really hard to get back to a point where they feel like they've redeemed themselves. Heroes do not jump people from behind. Heroes, um, I don't know if you've ever seen 300, um, but the Spartans were the good guys. Like, just so we're clear, I know you were probably, I know you're probably part Persian, so you probably thought like, oh, the Persians are the good guys here. But no, actually, Me? the fact that there were 300 men stopping an army of a million men makes the 300 the good guys in the story. Just and, so we're clear. And guess what? People don't even realize they lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying it's the truth. No, yeah. like, 
the Spartans went on to get their ass kicked. Right. But it, it's a really cool story that 300 of them stood in that fucking pass for two and a half days and stopped the advance of an army. Right. That's pretty uh, cool. That's pretty right? cool, but they ended up getting stumped in the end and they advanced. But anyway... Right. Continue, but please. anyway, you, you can even take that as part of like the, the, the overall story, right? They're right. heroic because they eventually failed, right? right. You right. have sympathy for them, right? You mm-hmm. have this sympathy for these people who they fought until they died, right? You know, I mean, the, the, the quotes, you know, sort of sell themselves. I love Definitely. You know, like the, the one time when the Persian emissary came and said like we have so many archers we'll blacken the sun right where's king of xerxes and the the response and and the response from 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 the king of of sparta was so much better we'll fight in the shade come and get it that's that's pretty fucking awesome (laughs) that's bad the reason why it's awesome the reason why we love characters like this is because they're trying to redeem themselves from something they have failed or they will fail, but we're invested in the person and the growth, right? right so if you exactly. start off your good guys by jumping the bad guys and outnumbering the bad guys, it makes us not really get invested, right? The reason why people love Batman mm. is because Batman's parents got murdered, right? It makes for an interesting character because some bad shit has happened to him, right? Right? Right. So Spot just on. just so just just so you're clear, this is not just professional wrestling. This is literally every kind of motherfucking storytelling on the planet. Yep. Heroes need to fight from underneath. We need to see them struggle through something in order to become successful. So when Sting and 12 of his buddies are jumping two dudes, the two dudes are the heroes, just so that we're clear, right? Mm-hmm. If 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 some dudes come out and they jump two other dudes who have just had a wrestling match and then they steal their shoes, the guys who got their shoes stolen are the heroes in this story, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really it, – it actually is pretty fucking simple. Just please figure it out, Tony. Figure it out um, before AEW turns into Fulham, okay? That's oh. it. That's Ooh. that's that's my pitch. Ooh. Ooh. Bravo. That my friend, that did Tony that dude, I can't add any more. Not only did you please me with the Sparta story <laughs> and the Greek tragedy part as well. But guess what, Tony? What he's trying to also say is it's simple. All you gotta do is go back in time. You know they say history repeats itself. Well, guess what? History also tells you how to do things. It's simple. Stick with the program. Stop fucking... I don't know what he's doing. Maybe because he's Pakistani. I don't know, bro. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, the, like, those people there are... I mean, I'm just saying. Maybe it's that. I don't know. Oh, well, the people next to you are Pakistani. Right. They're Tony's uh-huh. people. All just right. saying. I'm, I'm, just not, I'm not trying to be derogatory. Maybe they don't know professional wrestling. <sighs> Anyway. Or, or they do. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. You're wrong, dude. I don't know. Yeah. No. A- everyone who's ever told a story ever <sighs> is wrong. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, see, that's a depressing. It's so depressing, dude, because it's so easy. It's easy. Yeah. You just told them. 
You told him. Yeah. I mean, we want to do... see our heroes redeem themselves. Right. I mean, right. You know what's even funnier? They bury the whole roster in doing this because not only do I not give a shit about the hills anyway, but why would I cheer these fucking thugs? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you a serious question, dude. I'm not even laughing honestly, anymore. Honestly, though, man, like as a guy who grew up getting in street fights a lot, right? Because I'm not trying to be tough. I'm from the middle of nowhere, right? So everybody used to beat the shit out of everybody where I'm from. That's just That's how it, it goes, man. right? You win some, you lose some. I grew up in a fucking logging town, right? Right. The one thing that literally everybody who I grew up with could agree on is if you're jumping a dude, don't fucking do that, right? Strangers would come up to people getting jumped and be like, hey, hey, one-on-one or I'm going to get involved. As Strangers would do that where I fucking grew up. That's that's the town that I grew up in. That's how it should be, bro. That's – so it is – entirely human nature for us to look at sting and 12 of his buddies jumping scorpio sky and ethan page and for us to be like i why do i feel sorry for the bad guys this is dumb and the reason is because the storytelling in AEW is completely fucking stupid so yeah learn how to tell a story just i mean pick up any book and just read the story and try to break it down into like, who is the good guy? Who is the bad guy? Why do we care about the good guy? Why do we dislike the bad guy? And then just try to tell a professional wrestling story based on those simple fundamental um, ideas that you get from just simple everyday storytelling. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do that. Um, When you have a, a major superstar who can cut a promo and work the way that Miro can, don't have him come in obsessed with video games as the best man in some little fucking nerd's wedding. Um, <laughs> stop pretending you know anything about either football or football oh, because clearly you. you don't. Stay um, away from football, in other words, Tony. Stay yeah, away. Just, I mean, on, listen though. Uh, here's a caveat: please don't get involved in hockey. Like whatever you do, I don't want you anywhere near. Oh, you just fucking jinx yourself, son. Uh, get into baseball, okay? Base. Oh, you yeah. you can you can own the entire major league. I won't fucking care. Hey, listen, Tony. Listen here. I've got a perfect fucking idea. You can own the major league baseball, and then you can hear Wild Thing as often as you want because you can play it at Cleveland Indian games. That would be this, perfect. Chris, there's only one problem with that. You know what would happen if you bought a baseball team? He would think it's a cricket team. I mean, they'd get relegated somehow. Even somehow, though even though there's no the such right. But you know what it ends up becoming? A cricket club. He'll buy yeah. the baseball team thinking it was cricket club. He's Pakistani after all. They love cricket. cricket. They love, they can have cricket. Anyway, the last thing I will say is um, when you have someone as good as Serena Deeb on your roster, fucking push her properly. Um, that's gonna do it for tonight. Uh, that has been, this has been, um, the A, the, uh, PWC's review of AEW Dynamite, aka The Skirmish, with me, Christopher Ams, and Jimmy T. Um, you've been awesome, and, uh, we've been hilarious, so thank you for listening, and, uh, hopefully next week, which again is airing Friday. Right. Uh, Remind hopefully, me. Hopefully, 
Yeah. So I'm gonna Jimmy's get, Jimmy's gonna text me Thursday and be like, "Dude, are we gonna are oh, we gonna yeah. do the show, bro?" Right. And you know what? Like, we'll be yeah. doing it like, oh, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so that means next Friday, gents and ladies. I said it the other way around, but anyway, whatever. Like he said, that's <laughs> that's Chris fans. I'm Jimmy T, and we'll, I, I believe we're out, Chris. Right all. Peace. Peace. I'm gonna lift my way on the end here.
Brian Pillman Jr. Another, another can. Butler is oh, and look at this Julia Hart. This one understands CPAP things. Yeah, there you go. Jackson caught red-handed. Never trust the heart. That's what we say in Canada. And it, look at another can. Another Canada spray. This is absurd. Looks right in Julia Hart's face. This is absurd. Wait. Oh, look at this. It's Pullman. Pullman. Oh. Oh, that came out of nowhere and almost got the three. Brian Billman Jr. It's the leg swept out. Matt Jackson steps over once again. He's got it sunk in deep. Center of the ring. He's getting even more leverage now by sitting on that. Tearing at the tendons in the knees of Brian Pillman Jr. I don't think he, I don't think he can take much more of this, guys. And Nick Jackson over the top. The face buster. He's replied the sharpshooter. Nowhere to go. That's it. That's it. That's all. Only one option. Brian Jr. And still. I'm gonna go check on the Bucks, make sure they're okay. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Oh, it's great to see you, Don. Get lost. Right here, buddy. Young Bucks. Dude. The Young Bucks retain with the varsity blondes. They wrestled the match of their life. Yes, they did. That was a good, good point at Caliber. But Brandon Cutler with that aerosol spray into the eyes of Pillman, that was that's what changed the course of this match. After that, go undetected. And, and into the face of Julia Hart, who did nothing wrong. Another disgusting display by the Young Bucks. Well, next Friday, live here on TNT. Uh oh, wait a second, Tony. Oh, wild thing has arrived. Cutler and Callis look like they saw a ghost. Hey, they're next in line are Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Well, the fact is, JR, Moxley and Eddie Kingston, since teaming together, are undefeated in AEW, and here we go! They're getting into it! And look at that Moxley and Kingston just stomping and biting the Young Bucks. They mathematically have to these two men not be the number one contenders now. I would agree. And Moxley locking in that sleeper hole. Yeah, rear naked jump. Choke him out, buddy. Matt Jackson gasping for breath as is Nick. This is not a good matchup for the Bucks. You say Styles makes fights. 99. Matt Jackson being put to sleep by Moxley. Well, the, the rear naked choke applied on Nick Jackson. The young Bucks are out. This undefeated team of Moxley and Dixon has overwhelmed the World Tag Team Champions. Both Nick and Matt are down! Eddie Kingston going back to his childhood days in Yonkers. Stealing the shoes! <laughs> Stealing those... Don't tell, don't tell me Eddie's a shoe thief. He's in his socks too! Oh, this is wonderful. All right, stand by everyone. I've just been told something by Tony Khan through the headset here. Moxley and Eddie defeated the acclaimed earlier tonight. They have now jumped to the top of the rankings. 
will now face the Young Bucks in double or nothing for the World Tag Team Championship. And the Inner Circle will battle the Pinnacle in a stadium stampede where if the Inner Circle loses, they have to disband. Plus, Kenny Omega must defend the AEW World Championship in a three-way match against Pac and Orange Cassidy. Dr. Britt Baker, TMT, finally gets her shot at the AEW Women's World Champion, Hikaru Shida, and Miro defends the TNT Championship against Lance Archer. Cody Khan is officially booked Sting and Darby Allen together in a tag match against Scorpio Sky and Oligo Ethan Page. This will not be a cinematic match. This will be a live fight in the ring at Daly's Place at Double or Nothing, Sting's first live wrestling match in front of fans in almost six years. We'll have our Casino Battle Royale, which has always been known for great action and some fun surprises. Special guest commentator will be the Battle Royale expert himself, Paul White. Cody Rhodes, who will call himself the American Dream for one night, faces Anthea Gogo. And the big return bout, Hangman Edel Page against the machine, Ryan Cage. And don't forget the final dynamite before Double or Nothing takes place on a special night at a special time. We'll be live right here on TNT Friday, May 28th at 10 p.m. We certainly hope the Young Bucks will have some shoes the next time we see you, which will be next Friday, 10 o'clock, live on TNT, the next edition of Dynamite. This one's off the rails, hey, folks. Hey, hey, CC. Can we get our show back? Cool it now. Taz is on, man. Don't worry about him. He's good. Just like... I am my own man. And regardless of what you heard or you seen, I am absolute Ricky Starks, and I choose where I am, and I'm letting you know right now, I'm front and center. I ain't gonna be on the sidelines like these flunkies. Between you and me, Christian Cage, we got some business to handle, so boys, come on up. Yeah, come on out. Here we go. Wait a second. Team Taz is going to be coming out here. Let's play our music. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe From behind. <laughs> oh, Team Taz assaulted Christian Cage and Matt Seidel from behind. A well thought out plan, Taz. Yeah, well, that's how it is, Jared. You understand game planning. That's the key to any success to any team wow. is game planning. Just a highly orchestrated assault. I like that right hand by Hook. Yeah, man. He nailed him, and he is down. He's too powerhouse. Look at this hangman out of page. Hang on to that, Ricky. What the hell? Get out of here. Hangman, what the hell? Get him. Hangman out of page. Ten oh, off geez. from hit cage. Oh, and ten off of powerhouse Hobbs. Page came to fight. It's going to be hangman and cage a double or nothing. Oh, we got him. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Hangman out of page. Ten off on. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's over now. Goodbye, hangman. Oh, Hangman! Right, turn around, right, turn around! Right, turn around! Right, turn around. the apron, the No, not oh, the buckshot! The power! Oh, oh, Hangman counters! Oh. Get shots. that hook, get that hook! Oh, oh and hook with the... Hook the knee. Well, right behind the knee, Jack. Chop block. He ain't stopping that quickness, my friend. Well, you're right, man. What quickness. Right. Oh! oh. A <laughs> devastating powerbomb by the machine. All right, right, all right. All the dogs off, man. For God's <laughs> sake. Hey, we did our job! I'm so proud of those four men right there. At double or nothing, you're gonna watch Powerhouse Hobbs win that Casino Battle Royal. Hangman Adam Page, dead meat from Sunday, the Machine Brian Cage. May 30th on pay-per-view, it will be the Machine Brian Cage and Hangman Adam Page. Hangman, double clothesline by that blue-eyed battler John Moxley, who just loves to fight. Max Caster landing shots and 
Moxley just eating them for lunch. Caster telegraphed it. Telegraphed the clothesline too. Moxley. Whoa! Release oh. German suplex. Man. And a King Kong lariat from Moxley. Moxley is on fire here tonight. Big time thugs. Oh, and a big time pile driver, Tony. It's not done. The sleeper applied to Anthony Bowens. He's fading. And he drops. These two guys open their mouth about a very touchy subject earlier. Alluding to uh, Mrs. Boston. And I think that's carried over. You don't need a full fire, I guess. No, no, that was bad. That was really beyond bad taste. John Moxley is attempting to bring Max Caster up to that middle rope, and Anthony Bowens. You know, I said these guys are a fine young team, and they're, they're ranked number three in the rank, just to speak for itself. Sure. But the two top-ranked teams, and they claim wanted to make it personal, and they paid for it in many ways. Caster rolls through, hangs on with that superplex. Now the diving crossbody from Bowens. My goodness, watch it. covers here. Juno Kingston. I don't know where comes Eddie Kingston. Just in time. He just curled his body on one leg to make the break. Get on the outside or in that concrete steel. He might be right down Eddie's wheelhouse. Look at Bowens taking down Moxley, assisting Max Caster there. Inside the ring, Moxley's got Bowens hooked. Bowens escapes. Right hands to the jaw, and now turned right into it. Moxley taking advantage of that sleeper, then tagging in Eddie Kingston. Kingston will be legal in this tag team matchup. Kingston's got the half and half. Moxley, they're looking for the violent crown. Caster, though. Saw it coming, did Caster. John Moxley's down, man. And Eddie's down, too. This is trouble. Uh, we are in deep water here. Wait a second. Oh. Max Caster just threw Bowens the chain. That heavy metal chain wrapped around the fist of Anthony Bowens. Oh, there oh, you go. Yeah. Right Good job, Wait a minute. The boom box. The boom box. With Moxley intercepts. Oh! Right in the face, between the eyes. All kinds of hell is breaking loose here. It's a hurry by Eddie Kingston. Kingston makes the tag out to Moxley. Moxley is fired up. He's got Bones right where he wants him. If they hit this, that will be it. Offense. The wheelbarrow into the paradigm shift. A resounding victory. Now it is in this match. The team of Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. That's a huge win for the undefeated team of Moxley and Eddie, guys. They'll be moving further up the rankings once again. They can be in line next for a shot at the winners of the night's World Tag Team Championship match, hitting the Young Bucks against the Marcy Blondes. John Moxley and the old war horse, Eddie Kingston, they formed a bond. Out of miles and miles of travel together. Working the Indies. Now look where they are. A tandem paradigm shift. Spelled the end of the night for Anthony Bowens. Moxley and Kingston victorious, and they continue to climb the tag team ladder. There may be no stopping John Moxley. Take another. Me too. Gosh, Chris, you're, 
You're just so funny and witty. Has anybody ever told you that? With your third grade humor. I mean, it's so great. Ha ha ha, ha ha ha, the pineapple, ha ha ha, ha ha ha, my jerk off friend, ha ha ha, ha ha ha. Let's just douse them all in bubbly, right? God, Chris. You're so good, you're just so good. And I hope, I hope, I hope it makes you laugh how great you are. I just hope you laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. I hope you laugh yourself silly. Because for the first time in the history of your career, Chris, you're dealing with a guy who always gets the last laugh. Do you, uh, you think this is enjoyable for us? You think it's enjoyable for us to, to, to beat you guys up every single week? No, what we should be doing as the pinnacle, as the absolute best unit in this world, we should be chasing every AEW World Championship that this company has. We should be building a legacy. We should be building the foundation of what AEW is by being the pinnacle. But we can't because we have to deal with you. We have to deal with you, Chris, and it's almost embarrassing. It's almost embarrassing after 30 years, you're still making a mockery of professional wrestling. You're still making a mockery of a sport that I and my family love. The last year, uh, the stadium stampede was a dog and pony show. This year, we're in control. Hey. And it's not an SNL skit. It's not a rom-com. It's nothing funny. It's what gonna be serious. It's gonna be I want my dream. That should take care of it. Okay. If you decide to do Stadium Stampede, just know it will be your last match in a circle. Because when you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. like it's 04. You look like a box of Newports. And Mox, you're out of your element. I'ma knock you out with this mic like Omega did. Call your girl, she all in my mentions. Trying to hit me up for some oral sessions. Just got his block knocked.